Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Three Brews In, where, true to our nature, we are, I don't know, the equivalent of Three Brews In, uh, I guess. We're a little shy. We're probably a little bit well, shy, they're, but that's We're fine. about four ounces shy. Travis is more than three Travis ounces. has been drinking all fucking days. Yeah, I had kind of a unique day, um, but, you know, what we have here, the... The 16-ounce cans, do you want to just jump right into what well, we you got? Wanna, yeah, I mean, this is your week. The way we do it is we every every week or every episode, we switch it up. One of us will bring a Wisconsin beer that we haven't tried before, and we'll drink a bunch beforehand and drink a few during the podcast and rate them at the end. So, Travis, this was your week. What would you bring us? So it's, it's kind of uh, low-hanging fruit, but it's also my favorite non-IPA I've ever had, and it's Lazy Monk, Ooh. it's Eau Claire, and it's the Bohemian Pilsner. Comes in at a 5.0. They described as a golden, clean, crisp IBU of about 34. This was beer that shortly after the Lazy Monk uh, little brewery on on Madison Street in Eau Claire, neat place by the way. It's kind of got a German motif to it. And um, I used to get Bohemian Pilsner um, in the um, come on, help me out. What do you call them? Growlers. Jesus, growlers. And that was my choice. It. I really, really like this stuff, but I knew that we hadn't had it. And once you know it over the years, is this maybe the neatest use of like a yellow and black? Um, I like it. it. The can. It looks like a Pittsburgh well, well, Pirate like home jersey. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe a, we'll do the picture on the can, won't we? Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to take pictures. So yeah, Lazy Monk, a Bohemian Pilsner. It's and very I, elegantly canned. I think it's um, not like the some of the outrageous ones that we've gotten before. Some really know? crazy, like think, uh, yes. employee of the month with uh, yeah. uh, brewing project, right? Yeah, with yeah. all the weird cartoons. And isn't very clean. Of... It's very. It's yeah. very uh, sophisticated. I will say this: I look at this and I don't expect it to be a golden, crisp, clean beer. No, in a black can, I expect like a stout Thick or a porter stout, or something uh, like Guinness that. type of. Yeah. Yeah. I think it kind of surprised me when I first tried it because I looked at you and I said, "I don't taste the golden, clean." Like you were it, comparing but. yourself to like a golden shower that you had earlier. <laughs> <Gross>. so. <laughs> Nikki, Justin, no, Travis. Did anyway. you say Nikki or Icky? I said Icky. Icky. No, I heard Nikki too. So I went like I went on a left. <laughs> I took a left turn there, and I was so confused. I thought I opened up a can of something that we don't want to talk about. And what yeah, I do in I, my I just, private life is my own. When, when I saw you the do words. have a giant penis on your front door, so. That's true, oh, I do. So can I... You want to talk oh, about that? It, I'm going to do it anyway. But why not? So um, Josh recently moved into a, a new house, and I don't think that the person that bought that door, or more specifically the glass on the door, probably had a sense of humor and probably thought maybe it's religious, maybe it's artistic. But it is a big-ass wanger, wiener, I'm sorry, with a pair of balls. Yeah, yep. And I noticed it before it was pointed out to me, and I suspect that... Uh, Mm-hmm. How would you describe it, Coach? I mean, just like I did? It's a wiener. It's a wiener. It's a wiener. It's, 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 it's a goddamn, wiener. All, 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 all you're missing is like a semen trail off the thing. Well, and, that's why right. I refer to my house as a phallus palace now, thanks to that fucking door. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. 
<laughs> I'm going to somehow get that on Google Maps. Oh, you should. Yeah, develop. I'm you somehow. Oh, absolutely you can. I'm I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> you might have by the end of the su- by the end of the more neighborhood traffic than you expect. <laughs> by the end of the and summer, I'm having Josh's and, and, I'm having and, Josh's and house the crime scene tape by 2024. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that was going to happen one It'll way be or another. On one anyway. of those interrogation videos you see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh explaining. <laughs> <laughs> People so, coming by. Anyway, oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Travis, we're in your uh, basement. It was just kind of a not a new location, but a revisit. Hold on, I location. wasn't done with Lazy Monk yet. Oh, go ahead. Did you ever visit their original place? Do you remember where their original place was? No, are you talking about the brewery project, buddy? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Lazy Monk. Was no, no, no. no. It wasn't in Banbury. No, it was, it was back gallery. behind Positive the, the, Avenue. The, 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 the food, yeah. the food yeah. pantry. Yeah. And, yep. and yes, I did. And the first time I was in there, there was conversation. Hey, they have acquired blank. So I was uh-huh. in there once, and the old place was kind of cool, actually. It really was. It felt more minus like a the... small time beer hall mm-hmm. thing. And yes, the walk minus the other stuff there. outside. Yeah, but... the, the the vomit and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> needles and oh, by the way, people. so I have listened uh, to every podcast. And I am making a conscious effort not to say whatnot because I say it too much. So maybe you really. I said it once. I say it too much. It's it's like uh, so when you re-listen to the episodes, I'm like you said whatnot again. You oh, get see, no, see, and I never noticed. A, it. I notice the things that I say a yeah, lot too much, yeah. but I never notice so, the things that you guys say. Over do you over. know Room what improvement? So Travis has been drinking all day, so that automatically means this episode is going to be over two hours. Oh, God. No, because I'm not going to talk as much either. Because <laughs> that's also something I'm going to work on. No, you'll notice. You will notice. Huh. Well, now I'm going to notice. Well, no, I. we prefer you talking because it's fun. It's fun for us. I don't give a shit oh, what well, other now people I, think. Now, now I'm caught in between. Just talk and you'll be fine. So, so I, I threw down a, uh, as we're talking about the beers, I threw down a uh, spreadsheet here of the different types of beers oh, that we right. picked. Oh, you wanted to cover that. Do you want to talk about that you now? 47% of the beers that we select for this podcast are IPAs. That's because we're awesome and smart. Yep. At that an average of 6.17% alcohol. Oof. <laughs> Oof. This, <laughs> this, Pils, this Pilsner raises our average... Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, this one. is like middle school beer for us. Right. Yeah. So this uh, this Pilsner, which represents 9% of the um, beers that we pick, um, brings our average for Pilsners up to or down to 5.25. Oh, Eight. what's the lowest ABV that we've ever had? So it's um, the this lowest average. The it. lowest average is a lager. Uh, at five point zero eight. But don't we have one one beer yeah. coach that? Yeah, yeah, um, that's. Uh, it is. Actually, it's the one that Travis was not involved in. Is our very first one, the Door oh. County Brewing League Night. That was a four point two. That now. almost doesn't even count. Like before Travis even joined, because you remember like the Seinfeld pilot episode where Elaine wasn't even in it. Oh, it's that's not, true. It doesn't yeah. even like count as an episode. So like, how can we count an episode before Travis like got involved? The second or the the lowest one with Travis included was an IPA at a four point nine. Was it that was the Lining Kugel's. Lining, I was going to say, yeah, oh. Lining Kugel's Lemon Haze IPA, yeah, okay. which was like a home run in our books. Yeah, it that was, was really good. a single, a two run home run, and a two run home run. Who had the single? Travis. Travis I rated his like single. That, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's that. 
Well, you can always like revisit it. Rolling Stone goes back and revamps the reviews of like classic albums. All we the time, might have so. to have well, one episode where we revisit every single beer and re-rate it. We'd have to drink them all again because I don't remember most of episode. them. Yes, yeah, we would buy them all and re-drink. Oh them. God, no! So could I, could I take just a second and introduce our guest who I'm not going to sure. put on the spot yet, but just introduce her? Yeah, we have a. Um, a so I have uh, my niece or my great niece um, Haley with us. Great niece. Who, Jeez, oh, you're old. I'm 53 and you're 31 or 2? 31. Yeah. So, like much. I said, we're not going to put her on the spot yet, but uh, Haley is a Milwaukee native, Milwaukee area native, and is a huge Brewer fan. So we're going to ask um, Haley to be part of our Statements Never Uttered, which, knowing Haley, I don't think she's going to disappoint there and 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 there's going to be some other things where we just like you know what do you think about this Haley we don't want you sitting not talking for a half hour even though you're drinking up a storm and by the way young lady your vodka pour yeah yeah that's Wisconsin yeah, no, that's I, straight of Wisconsin so. stiff yeah. hand. a really a really stiff hand is that what she said that's what <laughs> she you can said. say thank you that's what she that said. is what she said that is what she <laughs> said okay. so we'll be back to you in a minute so when you see um or when you hear Haley, you'll have some background. Um, it it is. No, Sorry, I, I I misinterpreted that. Continue. Really? I I thought <laughs> I thought you were saying like when you hear Haley, that's your turn to talk. By the way, I came up with a nickname for you, Haley. Hailstorm. Well. Has it been given to you already? That's. It has, but yeah. my my my, that's initials, as, my initials really have always taken precedent over any sort of nickname you could give me. What are the oh, initials? Name. Doesn't matter what my middle name is. That's my, my first and last name, really. Yeah. What is? Talk it? into it. Uh, my my. Don't last give your full last name. I'm but of what course is not. It? My my last name begins with an O, so I have. Oh, you're a hoe. I'm a hoe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ho bag. Got it. Yeah, that's that's been pretty. Phyllis intense. just said ho. Well, who adds bag to it? Can't you just isn't hoe enough? No, I no, would add no. a whole bag to it. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I would, for I'm, sure. Yes. Did that start in, like, what, high school? Oh, no, what? sixth grade when my oh, brother yeah. told That's me sad. that. I'm sorry. That's not That's sad. Okay. That's you quality, what, a That's quality of, work. A little, yeah. a little bit of thought went into that. So this brings up something, and we're getting off track here. But my mother, when she was on our episode, talked about the Milwaukee brewer, or Milwaukee brave, that she babysat for. His name is Bob Trowbridge. Mm-hmm. You know what Bob did? He bought a bracelet. Oh, oh God, very cool. What you're not seeing is uh, Haley showing her Milwaukee Braves t-shirt, which is authentic and throwback and awesome. So anyway, Bob Trowbridge, who was in his 20s, he had himself a wife, and her name is Frances. Guess what her middle initial was? Yeah, that's A. So he bought her a bracelet, and according to my my mother, she was a little bit overweight after their second or third child. Uh Bob has died, by the way, and Frances, I think, God, she'd be 85, 90, I imagine. Probably not alive. If she is, she's probably overweight. Um, so, yes. So, and as my mother tells the story, how could he notice that? I'm like, hey, should I? He should I put that together. Absolutely. Well, if I would have married him, I would have been hot. Huh. It's better yeah. than fat. Yeah. It's way better than fat. Yeah. The alternative, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. A well, pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, shall we uh, get going a little bit? We're going to do all of our normal stuff this week. We're going to continue with the baseball hero and villain this week, right? We did that for the first time Yes, last time. And I'm not so sure we're not going to duplicate some more. 
and I think that's going to happen. Um, I say we do this for quite a while. I like, hero, I like it. Unfortunately, maybe the heroes are harder. I've got one that is like Ted Williams-ish easy, and maybe all three of us have it, or they're saving it. But my villain also could be. Okay. That's why this is so good. Okay. Should we just kick off and do one of those right yeah, away? Why Should, don't you we? want to do that right away? Yes, sure. We'll do it before our brewer talk. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So we. How about we, we do that? The villain. Yeah. Okay. The villain. Yeah. So what, what we, we we started last episode is we want to do a baseball hero and a villain. Talk about them, name them, and why we think they should be. Our villains are those who have sinned against baseball, and our heroes are people who may be super obvious, like Ted Williams. Maybe not for the all the reasons that you recognize, but just people who deserve a little round of applause or a standing ovation from baseball. So, right. Travis, you talked about your villain. Do you want to start it off? or Manny Machado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just a long list. So I watched a video, and this is part of my new not talking quite as much um, to limit yeah, my no, no, diatribes. No, 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 okay. do it. I, I don't like that. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. Okay, so, okay, good, good. Th- thank you, I need that. I got a little self-esteem, so keep that up. But so, Manny Machado, the one that, <laughs> so, so the one that jumped out at me um, was the, the Aguilar thing, where, um, yeah. <laughs> where you can watch that video a hundred times, and unless you're the biggest Manny, unless you're Manny Machado's mom, yeah, you know that he did that on purpose. You just yep. did. You can do it. You you can lie all day long, but all of his teammates, everybody knew it. It was like Aguilar, like friend to everybody. I'll tell you what, he could have had a right. different reaction, and that could have gotten ugly. And it wasn't until the video, I think, was shown that most players knew how bad it was. It was right. Just, the bench is clear, but it's like, oh, who's, who's watching? So there's right. this video, the three hours. Or three minutes and thirty seconds of basically Manny Machado being a jerk, the, and there's a ton of stuff a out ton there. Ton of them, and one one was one was just was nuts that I'd never seen before. So Josh Josh Donaldson was playing for the um, A's. Where 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 he launch his helmet? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and Donaldson, who by the way is a jerk himself, <laughs> yeah. kind of did the. It, 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 they were it was a borderline rundown situation, and Machado thought that Donaldson tagged him hard, and it's like. No, nobody could think that, but Machado had in his mind that Donaldson tagged him hard. But he throws his fucking helmet on the ground like a petulant three-year-old, and he's ready to start a brawl. And Donaldson is given what I took as a very authentic, are you shitting me? Yeah. But, uh, and then there are five, six, seven, eight late. When I say late slides, I mean, almost starting your slide after second base. Yep. Yeah. Um, Manny Machado is a prick, and I don't think it's... Good for Tatis to be in the same. And we, we talked last year about the whole Tatis Machado thing. Yep. And how right. Tatis was being not how he should have been. And Machado was for the whole world to hear him talk about you're the, you know, it's like, right. Yeah. Not well, a little yeah, he, he's, he's in our douche hall of fame for a reason. He but, sure is. But wasn't Machado the guy, maybe I'm wrong, that blew out Dustin Pedroia's knee? With one of those late slides that essentially ended his career. Ooh. I don't know if that was him or not. Okay, I am going to look at him. Could I, have re, let's I check the research department. Okay, yeah, yeah you please do. I, I, I want to say it was so, a, it was yeah. a known douche that slid yeah. so, into. So I'm, so I'm done with Machado, and so much of, of his 
career was with the Orioles winning 11 games a year, yep. and you just knew that he was a superstar that happened to be in the mm-hmm. Orioles, you know he would get his payday, and he did. Yeah. April 21st, 2017, in Baltimore, Pedroia is injured in the eighth inning of a 2-0 loss at Baltimore. On a force play at second base, Manny Machado aggressively slides over the nice. bag and spikes Pedroia in the knee. Nice, Coach. And, 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 it's a and that one, what, what was the date on it? Oh, shit, I just okay. closed it. 2017? Well, that should have been on the video. But, yeah, um, just a dirty, dirty, dirty player. player. And this deal with Aguilar was just this unnecessary, <gasps> why? why? You are not a why? professional if you do this. You're not a middle school or high school or went to that. You tell me why you take a swat and, there and was another no, guy. Oh, by the way, there was no history. There was no bad Aguilar blood. is everybody's friend. Right. Everybody's buddy. Yep. What were you doing? Because he's no just, impulse control. That's just who he is. That's just who he is. That's just who Manny Machado At is. At his core. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Because that's what he does. So, who's next? Um, I'll go. I'm my, I'm my villain. I get low-hanging fruit, but it's Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. I, I, I watched a yeah. video on, on Bryce Harper, and it was just from, you know, he was, like, scouted from the time he was 13, essentially, when he's, oh, yeah. you know, hitting bombs at Tropicana Field when it's like a, a 16-year-old. Right. And and it's funny because they laid out all the scouting reports and everybody said phenomenal talent, incredible asshole. You know, they mm-hmm. were, they used the words entitled, spoiled, everything. And, and But, they, I mean, that's not going to change anyone from drafting him because his talent was so transcendental. And it's continued. He's a complete, complete douchebag. What everyone will say is that he plays the game hard. And that's what you like to see is that he plays the game hard. No one can accuse him of dogging it except Jonathan Papelbon. But yeah. he, he, as he's progressed, he has... Jonathan the, Papelbon. That's there, a great name. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there are some cases where he has dogged it a little bit, and, and everyone hates him for it. But Bryce Harper, just the, the poster child of the entitled, spoiled baseball prick that you absolutely love to hate and it's great it, it just warms my heart that as soon as he leaves washington on this mammoth contract from philly that's when the nationals win the world series it was just perfect poetic justice that didn't go unnoticed absolutely not justin uh i took a step back and looked at players with high potential that never reached it because of their legal issues on this one oh, I like elijah this. dukes Oh, he was drafted in the third round of the 2002 draft by the uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, he was a highly touted five-tool prospect. You're saying he played for the Rays? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a, a, from, rare, a rare Ray draft pick that didn't work out and get traded to, to right. the Brewers at some point. To, uh, from 1997 to 2012, he has been in court more times than he was on the field. Oh, no. Uh, in 2007, he had a restraining order against him from his wife after he threatened her life on numerous occasions. Uh, that same year, he assaulted she a 17-year-old foster child who was living uh, with whoa, a relative. Whoa, whoa. Wait, once... can you please say that sentence again? No, no, no. My sentence wasn't done oh, yet. God. Hold on. He assaulted a 17-year-old foster child who was living with a relative once that foster child accused him of impregnating her. Oh, okay. Well, no, and that makes more sense. Yeah. That's, I mean, he was looking to start a family. That's, that's not be so hard on him. That's what she said. Uh, he was then traded to the Nationals, where the Nationals had to hire an ex-police officer to essentially be a special assistant to keep him out of trouble. So they followed him around. They gave him Basically yeah, the, the, the him around Jones treatment. I don't think that's around. following him that... around in the car. That is attached at the hip yeah. kind of like following. Like handcuffed to the wrist. Right, right. 
Uh, that wasn't necessarily effective because in 2010, he was arrested for failure to pay his child support. In 2011, for assaulting a pregnant ex-girlfriend. And in 2012, he was arrested again for allegedly concealing marijuana. However, that no, that concealing marijuana, the problem is, is he was trying to eat the plastic bag that the marijuana was in. <laughs> wasn't very successful. Elijah Dukes, you're a villain. Um, would never have known that without this. this Putting podcast. it in the spot, Haley. This is baseball players that are villains you hate. Is there somebody that comes to mind? If so, do you have one? I'll, my only comment is Manny being Manny. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Very yep. good. Okay. Oh, very oh, that's good. That's excellent. Thank you. Hero, Travis. You got a hero? Think of a hero. Lou Gehrig. Huh. As, as with Ted Williams, never saw in a bat, never saw anything. And here's why Lou Gehrig's my hero. Lou Gehrig knew he was dying when he gave that speech at Yankee Stadium. Yep. And it's hard to watch that and not have a tear well up. Mm-hmm. Lou Gehrig, I'm done. Good. Uh, my baseball hero, Kyle Schwarber. Someone who I never thought I would. Oh, with the. Hold on. He, no, no, no. no hold no. on. I got to brace myself for this because I it's going to take a mental hurdle for me to accept this. Right, exactly. Nor would I ever think that I Kyle Schwarber should be a baseball yeah, hero. I kinda... It was just before our last podcast mm-hmm. when he got called out on strikes by... Oh, oh yes! Angel oh, okay. Hernandez. Yep, Thank yep, yep. you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. A short-term one-off yep. hero action. Yes. Heroic action. That is a heroic action that he should be applauded for because you saw exactly what he was saying. He pointed at his own teams. T- he, yes, teams. he pointed <laughs> He pointed. You outside have to the be zone, better. Inside the zone, both teams, we all hate you. You're terrible. Good for Kyle Schwober for saying what everyone and, and, and I think what was good say. about it, and I think why it resonated, is he's not that guy. Exactly. Yep. Right. I don't like Schwarber because he was with the Cubs and just mm-hmm. Bleh, mm-hmm. yuck. But good for him for doing what he did. Justin. I got. I, I have a little bit of content with this, so you're going to have to bear with me. Please. Um, Tony Gwynn. Sure. So I, uh, I I was looking, you know, everybody knows Tony Gwynn, batting average, just a great hitter. Um, he did a lot of things off the field right. that were pretty amazing. So uh, this is based, uh, this, what I'm going to read to you is based off of um, an award, uh, award he got, like a community service type of thing, um, looking at his career and also the things that he did off the field. Uh, his character as a human being is another attribute that stands out from everyone else. Rather than focus on pursuing more lucrative contracts with other teams, he chose to stay in San Diego throughout his major league career, emphasizing the importance of his family and his connection to the community and to provide his long-standing support to humanitarian causes. Unlike other superstars, Tony also remained loyal to the Padres throughout his entire career. In supporting the community, Tony and his wife, Alicia, wanted to make a difference and form the Tony and Alicia Gwynn Foundation, the TAG Foundation, in 1995 for inner city youth uh, inner city youth in San Diego to help instill positive motivation, character building, and discipline in their youth. The deteriorating morals, sense of respect, and sense of decency had become so prevalent in many of the youths today that the goal of the TAG Foundation is to enhance the community for children to become healthy, educated, emotionally stable, and productive citizens. Uh, The TAG Foundation raises money 
through charitable contribution, uh, contributions and golf tournaments. Uh, for example, on Christmas, the Tag Foundation gives gifts, gifts for 4,000 underprivileged kids. The Tag Foundation has helped thousands of children locally and nationally by generously donating uh, to other caring organizations such as the American Lung Association, Jackie Robinson at YMCA, New Haven Youth, blah, 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 blah. Lots of things. So he focused his uh, his contributions. He stayed in the area in which he was raised. Um, he was a, uh, a Long Beach kid or San, San Diego, Diego kid. State. San Diego State. He's where he went to college. Yeah. Uh, he was also, he played more basketball at San Diego yep. State than he did baseball. Mm-hmm. Um he kept it focused on uh, inner city uh, uh, things. A hundred, uh, he would give chickens to local restaurant franchises and give them to churches in the area to help build um, up that community uh, community support. Um, he did a lot for what he saw as home and uh, invested in his invested in his community. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just out to get the big buck and move nice. on and go elsewhere. Excellent. Spent his Boy, entire really career good. there in California. I'll tell you what jumped out at me, Coach, was recognizing the lack of respect or discipline. Yes, which isn't real, doesn't really cut anymore because everybody has an excuse for everything. He was actually. It sounds like there's some accountability that mm-hmm. we're going to work into this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's oh, because sure. it was in the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't say that. Though you can't say those words now. You get no. But he did then, and mm-hmm. yeah, good. You can't be accountable Excellent. for things. Yeah, it's good. always somebody else's fault. Damn it! Right. So yeah, I like baseball hero and villain. We'll continue to do it for the for the next episode. Yeah. You want to talk about a little Brewer update? I mean, Brewer update. At their uh, before today's game, they had completed forty games of the season. At no point in Brewers history had we seen a better record in the first forty games of the Brewers. Really? In this is the best start after forty games in Brewers history at twenty six and fourteen. Seriously, is it really? After the I would have lost that bet, what, wow. what did they win? Thirteen straight to begin this. The yeah, yep. nineteen eighty-seven. Maybe, the wheels fell off. Yeah, best start after forty games in Brewers history. Wow. Yeah. Well, and then they screwed the pooch today and lost eight to two. But but, but they still won the series. So who, still won the series. So who cares? You got to win every. Series, if you win every series, you, you you're, you're sitting pretty well. Yeah. It's funny. Like I haven't been able to watch as many games this year just because of youth sports going on constantly. Mm-hmm. And part of that's me. I mean, even. That's really true. Right. big baseball fans, if they're honest, unless they're like it's said, it's it's, it's 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 difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first maybe even two months, mm-hmm. and of course we all know within the year, you know, every game equals exactly the same. That's why you got to stack the wins because you're going to throw some five game yep. losing streaks in there. That well, and it's funny if you accelerate to the end of September. You know, because every it'll be like a one two games are, are vital. You would think, why the hell wasn't I? Hanging on every pitch in May. It really, yeah, absolutely. Just, you no, should be. Right, right. You should be. You right. should be but August games are more important than any other games. Well, no, if you well, wouldn't really have stupid. if you went to start it off two and thirteen, right. maybe we wouldn't be sitting in this position. Yeah, exactly. Hey, by the way, Adrian you, Hauser. Uh, yeah, please talk about that for a second. I have some thoughts on that. Adrian Hauser went well, to arbitration. arbitration. This is their first, uh, his first opportunity at arbitration, and the Brewers won and saved six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So the way arbitration works is is both the the player and the team submit a number that they think that player should be paid for the year, and that's the three years uh, 
prior to free agency. Yeah, right, right. So he's still got two more years of arbitration to go, and it, yep. it usually doesn't actually go to arbitration because they'll find a, a middle ground to, yep. to go there. They actually went to arbitration this time, and the Brewers won, meaning an, a neutral arbitrator decided the Brewers' number is correct, Adrian Hauser's number isn't, he gets paid what the Brewers say, which – I, I think Devin Williams did this last year too. He went to arbitration and lost, and lost also. And I think the teams usually win these things. Mm-hmm. It just makes me a little hinky because I think Devin Williams either commented or posted or something after last year, kind of being pissy about it, right? And, which he shouldn't because he broke his fucking hand before Punching the playoffs. Wall but whatever. But what? Yeah, but what, but he broke his hand. I think as a human being. I don't care how stand-up you are, of course it's going to feel not good. And Well, and before before we like feel bad for Adrian Hauser here, he's still going to make $2.425 million. But that's not, I don't think that's the, the point. The, the point that I worry about is that it, it ends up creating bad blood between mm-hmm. the player. For six hundred grand? For six hundred grand. Exactly. Uh, that, that, that's kind of my but, point. Like, But here's the thing. you This is his first, you know, kick at the cat for arbitration he's got two more opportunities sure so it's six hundred thousand now maybe it's eight hundred thousand next time and now all of a sudden he's making three or four million dollars a year more than he would have if you would have maybe pushed the issue and And that's a player that's a rowdy to last and if it's 2022 is fantastic you know, maybe not arbitration at all. It's like okay, yep, we're 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 buying now it's a it's a long-term contract you're long-term and you know we talked well, we've talked about it more than once, but certainly during our last episode, the Brewer front office, how they kind of handle things, you know, with with Stern's counsel mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and ownership in general, you don't know what discussions took place. You don't right. know if he got the wink and the nod. It's kind of the, we want you long term, but... You know, I know when you go yeah. to arbitration, that's a hard, that's a, that's a heavy lift to make someone feel real good. Sure, but I can't just see it just being black and white business. I, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. I tell you what it, it makes me think is that that Stearns and Council don't see Hauser as a long term guy simply because he could be the trade person that that they're going to end up moving him or Lauer because they have like Ashby and Small waiting. It's like, yep. well, yeah. we're not going to pay. Hauser because we're going to end up moving this guy for for a bat because we have someone that can come up and and take their place. We want Woodruff, we want Burns long term, and Hauser's going to be trade bait anyway, so it doesn't matter if he's pissed at us. So, I don't know. So here's the spontaneity we're going to incorporate in this episode. Your favorite pitcher and why, Haley? Oh. Current. Current. Oh. Um, this is probably not going to make me really popular. Um, Oh. You know, I I really would have liked to have said John Lester, as I like a cluster. Um, okay, brewer pitcher. Oh no no no! You just said pitcher. Yeah, you oh, did sorry. just say pitcher. Brewer pitcher. I, for the same reasons, I I do have to say Hater, our, our reliever. I mm-hmm. yeah, I don't endorse a lot of. Is it the hair? Um, the hair's pretty great, but it's the general <laughs> apathy that he what brings to the top? game. It's okay. He's still going to be apathetic. He does. He almost not wants to be there. Hater? I don't know. If he, yeah. I don't know if he looks real good with shorter hair. I just don't know that and that's look, an and option. And look at me, right? You know, 
fuck. I mean, I'm distasteful, but I, I, I you know, I don't think haters win any GQ contests. No, whatever, no, like, no. Yeah, I and think he, I think he has to come across as that because no, I he's, mean, he's he, a weird dude. He's got an unfortunate look about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and and the Brewers just did a social media thing uh, either today or yesterday, where they were getting players coming to the ballpark, asking them what is their coffee order, oh. and there were like all these like fancy, intricate things with honey, which I didn't know you could do, and then Josh Hader was the first one to say black. <laughs> and Josh Josh Hader, the words black should never come out of Josh and Hader's correct. mouth and he didn't ever. He didn't add like. Quick trip at eight thirty, no. mostly no. burnt. Right, kind of cold. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Black. Kind of like Jim Morrison a hundred years ago. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. All right. So, unpopular takes. What do you want? What? Just what are you, get a little background from Haley on, on the Brewers. How does oh. that sound? Oh sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. How's that sound? So, can you give her? So, um, by by the way, Travis just told Justin to give up his. (laughs) Screw you guys! I'm going home. Justin's Justin's out. (laughs) Well, do you want to? No, the podcast has already improved. (laughs) So I do have a I do have a baseball hero. Okay, that is local that I'm I'm prepared to discuss. Please, do you want to just lead with that? I'm not very good at questions. So who? Um, bit of a pedestrian pick, but. Milwaukee's own Robin Yount, what he's done yeah. for the Northwoods League, what he, my alma mater, Concordia University, important. Um, seeing that leather purse of a man throw out a first pitch at any. Did you say leather purse? <laughs> yes. He looks like a leather purse. That's why you got the mic taken away, coach. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a leather purse. No matter Did what. Did you just come up with that or had you thought that, about nope, him as a leather purse? That's just noodles up there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, have you seen him? He's, Haley, weathered. he's weathered. Yeah. He's weathered. You're 31 or 32. I'm 31. So you're like 10 when, when Miller Park comes to exist. And I'm going to say Miller Park until I'm dead it just is, because it's, it's it get off Miller, my lawn, Miller, guy, it's right? only Miller so Park. So your kind of memories, you're from the Milwaukee area. Do you remember going to County Stadium? I Did do remember go going to County Stadium. My grandpa, who was a, a big-time Milwaukee Brewers fan and who... Encyclopedia of Baseball, and he was he kind of your influence? Yeah, so Uncle he Dennis, yeah. took me or to County Stadium, and I, I remember going shortly before they were going to plan to demo it. My dad worked at the VA, so um, County Stadium was in the backyard, yeah. and I remember hearing stories of my grandpa hitting home run balls outside of County Stadium on, on warm-up stuff. So Milwaukee is home to me, and yep. I deflected to Virginia for six years um, where there is no baseball. A lot of minor league baseball. Sure, the Richmond Flying Honor. Squirrels are tremendously terrible. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> what are they in affiliate of? Um, I think they're the Giants. Okay. Um, but that was like pre-restructure. Gotcha. Um, so how much of, how much of Miller, Miller Park was your... When you're in Milwaukee attending, I mean, where where are your, if you had to say, this is my love of baseball, did it start with Grandpa Dennis at County Stadium? Correct. And then, you know, you had years and years. Um, Mo- Milwaukee in, in college was what you do. The 2011 NLCS, um, the first game was after my grandpa passed away. It was on oh. his birthday, October 9th. 
the first time that they appeared in the yes. NLCS was on his birthday, and I, <laughs> I was an undergrad in college, and I sold a pair of my horseback riding boots so I could buy the tickets for cash <laughs> off of Craigslist to, to no go to the game. shit. Yep. Wow. That is wonderful. Yes. But you kept the riding crop? Yeah, that I still have for reasons I can't disclose. Thank you. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was right there. Nice it was. Work. No, it was. Nice work. Yeah. And it might have been right there for me if it wasn't. Yeah, there. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Go on, get up, get out of here. Yeah. 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 Probably would have been. Sure, sure. Travis is getting awful red. <laughs> yeah, I, I am because I because I. Have morals. <laughs> sure. But is there, do you have um, either a favorite moment from County Stadium or a favorite moment from Miller Park? You know, we, we, didn't, we didn't ask you ahead of time, would it be just I'm with Grandpa or was there that one game? Mm -hmm. Me was Ben Ogilvie, three home runs. Okay. You know, not the craziest thing ever, but I was in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and the next day in the front row of the bleachers with my shirt off. Last time I took off my shirt, sure. I think. Sure. At I, age 12. I, yeah. yeah. They didn't put that photo of me in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Right. <laughs> no. Um, game two of the 2011 NLCS. The Cardinals. Correct. Mm -hmm. I then um, mortgaged further. Um, oh. Absolutely. So of... of Riding and horse paraphernalia, so I could then you go did. to game That's two. That's so cool. Absolutely, oh, I was cool. at game six sure. with your grandma, with Clem, and my mother, and that's that. when they lost in six games. And it was also Craig Council's last at bat as a Brewer, I know and that. he was a pinch hitter in oh. the bottom of the ninth inning. Cool. Oh, I was sitting in between two um, men I didn't know who okay. were wearing um, um, Niger Morgan, the the Beast, oh. the. What, what is it? What is the movie? Um, Monsters Inc. Yeah. They were wearing the Sully from Monsters Inc. costumes, and <laughs> I had Jesus. I realized I was in the exact right place. And <laughs> I did end up on the Jumbotron. Were you Fairmont. like you absolutely. went alone? I, absolutely, yes. Oh, good I, I for bought you. my I bought my ticket from a guy who scalped it on Ninth and Capital at a gas station. Oh, Correct. Fifty fifty odds on that being legit. It, yeah. Sure, and like, I and I yeah. did take that chance. I I bought him. Uh, I think I paid him about 50 bucks cash, and then he asked me to go buy him some Bacardi O. And oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And, and that is how I procured Learning tickets. Learning a lot. Learning a lot. To game two. You're sitting there as a, what, 21-ish? Correct. Correct. Just, just a fresh cool. 21, yes. And you're, and you're there alone. Because who Absolutely. really does attend a game alone? And I would say a really, really true fan. Oh, yeah, that's a good not point. The, not without friends, because I don't Absolutely. you know. Have neat. you gone to a game alone? I haven't. I Just, haven't. Justin no. hasn't. I've never have. If, if we're oh. going to step... No. Hold on, i got to step this story just one step Hold, hold back. on. You don't have a microphone. I have to step this Can back. you share? Yeah. yeah, just like one one step back. It was 50-50 whether you were actually going to make it to the game or mm -hmm. be somebody's skin suit. Sure. Yeah. And, like, that's an odd that I normally assume. So Mike. didn't really... Microphone. Like I, I, I normally assume that risk. Um, Ninth and Capital was a pretty weird meetup place, but um, I yeah. What could go wrong? Nothing, there? and almost nothing could go wrong, except all, everything. Skin suit. So, so it, all of us schmucks are just like buying tickets off of the online apps or whatever, and she's but that literally last ten years significantly literally yeah. risking her life to go to these games. Yeah. God bless Milwaukee. Jesus. Sure. 
I, I'll tell you, just very recently, as we know, I was at games um, one and two against the Braves. And we know what happened in game two, and they didn't win again. But I will tell you, game one, as a 52-year-old, I had, you know, and I would hope, you know, if I get older and whatever age it is, I have that same feeling. You know, I was with my daughter, and we were hugging, and it was, you know, they won, and Jesus, you know, they're going to go through the Braves. But you want to talk about electric? There's nothing like playoff atmosphere. And I will tell you that game six against the Cardinals had that same electric freaking feeling. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that, thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. That was thank that you. was great. Um, so that's Miller. That's the Miller Park that's, that's memory. My, that's Anything from County Stadium, other than just kind of acclimating you to baseball and yeah. getting you your love of the game type of thing. Just as a kid, my my dad my dad worked at the VA, so yeah. um, I would ride the bus and get dropped off there. Um, and then my dad would say, "Do you want to go to a game?" Uh, he would definitely still be working, like on the clock. And he yeah, was all part of it. <laughs> for, sure, for sure, for sure, and it's yep. kind of somehow federal. loosely on the ground. Federal, absolutely. You can. Yeah, he was probably technically sure. on he VA was in, property. Yeah, he was. <laughs> which we go to the three beer walk. The three, three, beer, walk. three beer walk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can do almost anything. God nice. bless the blocky. How about the geese on the VA grounds? Okay. They, they one came at me. Once. The, the swans actually. Oh, the, swans, the, swans. The yes. swans were were a deeply personal and and. Um, that has that has that they have wreaked havoc on my family for generations. My, my parents were married there, and um, there are photos of those those very same twans, swans yeah. traumatizing uh, three generations maybe, of our family. Maybe that was an indicator of yeah. a marriage. A, an omen, an omen, if you will. <laughs> omen. Thank you. You're yeah. smarter than I am. Yeah, that would All be right. that. Well, right. thank you. We'll we be welcome. back with yeah, that. Thank, thank you. you. That was great, yeah. Haley. Justin, you may have the microphone. Why don't we have a fourth now? mic, by the way? We've I haven't gotten this. Josh, Josh hasn't ordered it yet. ordered it yet. I'm sorry. Hey, we're about that time. We want to do uh, statements never ordered, by the way. Oh. So, Bring it in. Yep, so we'll have to. Uh, hey, like, should we take a quick little break? Should we rearrange sure. this a little Let's bit? Let's take a little break. Yeah. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and we. Uh, we tease statements never uttered, so we're going to do it. Travis, do you want to explain what statements never uttered are? These are things that have never really ever been said, and if they have been, it's a complete joke. Okay. I don't care what order. Haley is nice enough to join us. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling, you know, she's going to come up with some good material. Do you want to just go is around the table? Is it hammer worthy? Sure. Is it hammer worthy? No. Hammer means the end. You know, the, oh, you're, no, you're kind no, of the no. cleanup hitter. No, it's, it's, they're, they're pretty glib. Are they oh. tame? Uh, they're brief. Have you uh, heard some of his? No, they're some of his are brief, but they're like World they've been War censored. I have, I have a only feeling we're gonna been censored. Might not, might not hurt you on the inside. Cringeworthy a little bit? No, no, just just like. Oh, so like, that's not oh, hammer worthy yeah, then. No, no, yeah, maybe we should I'm not just. A closer. Maybe no. we should just get to it. Then. Okay, all right, Travis, you want to start? start? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That guy that served me the latte was sure ripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <laughs> that's right your ponytail barista <laughs> his name is Stuart or Jacob he, and not he Jake. weighs 110 pounds or 320 and a very uh, scraggly beard yep and he's still got the Dorito stains that he got in his mom's basement yep Haley statement never uttered I'm sorry I, I don't date tall guys that's, 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 I so no females ever said that before. No females ever said that. Before. I like getting the. Uh, I don't like that. That is so quick and simple, but it's. You know what? Our female, right. our female listeners are going to really enjoy that. Yes. yes. And as a as a five ten female, it's a it's a narrow band. Sure. Right. You've, you've got. So. Good. Nice. Yeah. Justin. Yeah, that's good. 
uh, John Daly's doctor to him during a physical. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Mr. Daly, your blood pressure and cholesterol are perfect levels. Don't change a thing. <laughs> Did you see? I'm I oh, I got to pull this up. I, I got to find it because uh, John Daly in the first round of the PGA Championship. Yeah. Keep talking. Uh, I, he sm- uh, in the 18 holes that he golfed, he mm-hmm. smoked uh, 19 cigarettes, yep. drank six Diet Cokes. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, there was one other thing and drank zero water. Right. And then after the first round, he went to um, a cas- – uh, shoot, where did he go first? Oh, he went to Hooters yeah. for dinner, uh, posed with all of the uh, Hooters girls, and then uh, went to the casino yes. and uh, gambled oh for a while, and then went back home because apparently there was round two he had to deal with. There are a pair of shoes on the table right now that are from the 2010 BMW Open, worn and authenticated by John Daly. Oh, That's bro, so on cool. the table? That's so cool. Oh. Well, it's better than the shit that was running on his floor last, oh, or last month, so... Yeah. You know, we could be like a genie lamp, and we could summon it. This is cool. If <laughs> yes, you know what? We could put two poles on each one of them with a little lampshade, and then, yeah. just get a keystone light and put it in there. Yes, that's true. All right, statement number order. Justin, this one's kind of for you. Oh, good. Morale at work has been shit, but thank God, admin bought us a pizza party. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my God. If if HR only knew how detrimental the pizzas were compared to any yeah Yeah. fuck that travis number two a pharmacist to a patient let me let you in on a little secret you can mix most of this shit (laughs) (laughs) good yes Haley. Haley. okay um anybody going to purchase a car ever you know I really do like how that Pontiac Aztec looks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It harkens nice. back to Travis's PT Cruiser statement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've got the actual uh, list of things John Daly did in his first round. Perfect. First full 18 holes, 21 cigarettes, 12 Diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M&Ms, zero ounces of water. Oh, my God. He's just—he's a specimen of life. Yeah. He's a superhuman. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Justin? Number two. Number two. Uh, said with full sincerity, brilliant and well-spoken, President Biden. <laughs> That's such a rip-off of mine from like a month ago. <laughs> anyway, I don't care. Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Statement never uttered. I'm proud to say I could fuck a Cheerio and not break it. <laughs> God. That's clever. Did you come up with that on your own? No. Oh, yeah. No, of course you didn't. That was a a, a phrase from back in my college days. Like when we're being self-degrading, we would say, yeah, I can fuck a Cheerio and not break it. Never made its way to Eau Claire. No, no, no. no. That's because of that. Or Oshkosh. All those tiny penises in one. There there was a tiny wiener (laughs) outbreak. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, it made CNN. Oh, that's right. It wasn't accurate then. Shit. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. A woman on a Tinder date. Uh. Wasn't planning on screwing you, but that was before I saw your swastika tattoo. Oh. <laughs> I. Uh. What, what, is that yours, Haley? Did I steal it? It does lead a little bit into that. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, here okay, we go. Here yeah. we go. What do you got? 
We met on Ashley Madison 10 years ago, and we've been together ever since. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ashley Madison, deep nice. pull. That's wow. good. Thank you. Those are thought-provoking and very well done. Yeah. yeah. You're just smarter. I like uh-huh. it on the female side of these. <laughs> I'm I'm going more That's down really toward good. the uh, Cheerio level here. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I actually wish my wiener was just a few inches smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those are the bookends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 53 years old, never heard the Cheerio deal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Never uttered. I'm disappointed a Rosie O'Donnell sex tape hasn't leaked. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, jeez. You'd have a fucking Twinkie. Oh, oh my God. I got yeah, a Turkey basters and... Oh, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, there is 100% a dildo screwed to a power tool. Yes. That, oh, yeah. 100%. Right. There is, there is Probably no... Probably cordless because she's too lazy to go to the garage. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's the Milwaukee tool battery pack situation. You just exchange it. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got an off-air discussion on yeah. the one we got to talk about. All right, thank you, Haley, for filling in with Haley? your statements never uttered. Well really done. Good. Uh, should we do a fill in the list? Yes. Okay. I you need some paper and a Justin pen. needs some paper. So this is where we do our little bit of a uh, little bit of trivia. So one of us will pose a trivia question, a top five sort of deal. I will. Uh, it's my turn to to fill the or to, to pose the question. These guys are going to. I don't need one. Thank okay. you. Nope. I know the answers already. Travis literally just ran upstairs in the middle of what? this segment that is timed and really needs his attention. Should we right take now. a break for a second then? I don't want to take a break. I don't want to take a break every time he runs out of the, the room. I can I don't literally hear him running across. What in the fuck what just was happened? That? Why did you run away? There's, There's a, a pen, pen right there. in front of me. Well, it would have helped before I started sprinting. As soon as he ran Isn't off, that the pen you brought down, Travis? fucked up knees. Travis, as soon as you ran out, I thought, I bet you was looking for a pen, and I saw the one sitting right Travis, here. That, you what I didn't hear down. was, Travis, there's a pen. But, oh, go ahead. All right, here's oh, your list. Fuck. You guys have a couple minutes or so. I'm going to make a comment on something while you think about this. You guys have to name the top five in MLB history of career playoff hits leaders. Who has had more hits in the MLB playoffs than anyone else? The top five. Keep in mind your era. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? I don't know where I was going to go when these guys were were writing it out, but I'm going to hearken back a little bit to youth sports and what I've been doing the last couple days because my kid is now in seventh grade and is playing against and playing baseball and doing his all-stars and his league play and all that. What's really kind of frustrating is that you get to these this level, which is seventh and eighth grade, and some people or some cities, um, let's just say Bloomer, for instance, you're supposed to mix your seventh and eighth grade players, whereas some cities will take all their seventh grade players and all their eighth grade players and put them on two different teams. Then they'll just throw them around the league. So your seventh grade players get demolished by every team because it's a mix of seventh and eighth grade that they're playing. Meanwhile, the 8th grade players will wipe out every other team because they're all 8th grade players. As a coach, as an organization, as a city, what are you accomplishing by dominating 7th and 8th grade league baseball play? 
Is your city that small of an ego you need a big enough boost that you have to go out and dominate the likes of Altoona, Arcadia, Fall Creek? All these little schools and you walk away feeling better because your 8th graders just whipped up on a bunch of 7th graders. Way to go. I'm sure that makes you feel much better about living in Bloomer. For God's sakes, this is about learning. This is about competition. This is about having a chance at the plate. When my 7th grader has to play against kids who shave, that's not really cool. (laughs) They're not learning anything. Travis, do you need a couple more minutes? Or seconds. I guess it depends on your rant. If no, you I'm good. Say, no, I'm good. I think I'm good, and I'm coming in at probably a zero. But I'm going to learn something. Okay. So don't just don't make me go first. No. Okay. Very good. Hold on, Justin. Let me get my um, get the actual answers up here. Ah, here we go. Justin, what do you have for the top five career hits in MLB playoff history? Jeter. Reggie Jackson, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Ty Cobb. You got one. Fuck. Travis. Reggie Jackson, Pete Rose, Willie Stargell, Chipper Jones, Stan Musial. Zero. That's a, this is a tough one. It's a tough one. The reason I said remember your era. Do you guys, a lot of the players that you mentioned played in the time when there was maybe an NLCS That's and an true. ALCS. Yeah, this is stupid. Now playoffs have expanded even since I'm what? I'm going home. Yeah. The mid 90s. This will be oh, no surprise. Listen yeah. to the top five. There's actually a tie for fifth and sixth. Derek Jeter's number one. Justin, that's the one that you got. After that, Bernie Williams. Oh, yeah. Then Manny Ramirez, Jorge Posada. And then it's tied for Yadier Molina and Kenny Lofton. See, I went Yankees, but I went wrong era. Right. Didn't I say Molina? I don't think you said Molina. No, I wrote it down. I wrote it right here. I didn't hear Molina. Haley, did you hear Molina? I didn't hear Molina. Oh, but then I had it narrowed down to seven. So, but just for the record. Yep. It was there. Yep. Zero point five. I'd like to take that. So if that. No, but how many that's more? A fair question. It is a fair question. It's a really Both good question. Should have thought about the expanded playoffs. The expanded playoffs. playoffs. That's yeah. yeah. Boy, that didn't help, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the standings going into week nine, I don't, how long are we going to do this? Are we just going to keep going, or I don't know. weren't we supposed to stop it after the season? Do we want to just go through this season? I think we probably plug through this season. And what do we going? win if we win? Just respect. Respect. Okay. So currently, uh, so I have one extra week over everyone else. But Josh, you and I are tied at 13. Travis has nine. I have a game in hand. Like I have you have a game in hand. hand. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're going to go three cycles of this, Josh, if you get zero next week and Travis gets them all correct, <laughs> Travis wins. So I'm, I'm fine is right. what you're saying. Yeah. All right. If you Good. get zero, if you get zero correct, and uh, Travis gets all of them, yeah, he beats us by one. Anything short of that, you and I tie. That won't happen. Or you get one. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the next week's really obscure. Like, why would you make it really obscure? Triples on uh, triples for third <laughs> baseman. Weekend. Triples for third baseman <laughs> in the first third of the season with their last name starting with a Z. Oh, the temperature between Ryan and I'm going to Zimmerman. at the. Yeah. At the first pitch. All right, okay. we're going to go on to a topic that Travis. This is one of your ideas. It was a. It's a new one for us. It you is. suggested that we should talk about 
correct me if I'm wrong here, is something that annoys everyone or scares other people that we have absolutely no problem with. And I really struggled with this for a while until mm-hmm. I came up with about four that off the top of my head. But Yeah, no, that's a good de- job describing it. And if you don't mind, I'll lead off. Uh, sure. Tornadoes. I, uh, I, huh. I really hmm. don't have a concern for them. I'm not afraid to go to the basement. I'm a survivor as were 60,000 other people in Eau Claire on July 15th, 1980. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm a survivor. <laughs> we lost some signing, dickhead. Do you know what he sounds like right now? Remember the old man when Costanza was trying to get an apartment and there was yes. the, the survivor the, of the elephant? And then George says, how many do you lose on a regular cruise? <laughs> um, yes. So, I have a fascination with tornado videos. I can probably tell you more than you want to know about the El Reno tornado. The two in Moore, Oklahoma, nine years apart. This is Wisconsin. We don't have that kind of weather. We have the capability. But I will tell you, um, as I would run to the basement, I don't have a fear of them like some people do in Maybe is it because you have literally guy. like no control over it? Like it's just it's gonna hit me, and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. sit here and hopefully it takes me to Oz. Right, it takes you to Oz. That's a fantastic reference. Thanks. Oh, by the way, take you to Oz. You know what people love to say if they don't like the Kansas Jayhawks and the Villanova fans were screaming it at anybody in a Kansas outfit. You're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, jeez. Oh, good. Christ. Yeah, I just I heard it 20 feet ago, but it was funnier this time. Fucking jack off. Oh, that's right. bad. All right, Justin? Uh, dead people, and more specifically, dead people's juices. Well, Justin, I'm that not goes into that. something, and I, me, me either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> probably not him either. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. I, that's the only thing I could think of uh, when oh, I was coming up with this in fine. the breaks of. Work. I don't think. See, but I don't think most people fear it because they've never no, no, thought no. about no, what most people to do. A body. No, no, no. Most people do fear it because when they you're talking about like when that, you tell a story and people go, huh, you go, eh, uh-huh. eh. that and I went ate a sandwich. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, or, right. or just the the thought of, well, I can't go in there. I, she might be dead. Oh, sure. Like, I, I can't do that. What, what, you can what walk right in. Had, and, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't give a fuck. Fair. Mine's way less morbid. I believe I'm immune to brain freeze, to ice cream headaches. Really? That is so cool. That would be the coolest ever superpower ever. Maybe it's because I don't drink slushies. Or, I or don't. you don't have brains. But certainly possible, but I don't think I know. I've never gotten one, Have but I don't know. It's because I've never enough ice cream or drank enough slushy to know that holy shit, that should have done that to me. You know what we're hasn't. gonna do? You know what we're gonna do next we're gonna, episode? We're gonna get a slushy, and I'm gonna like take. Yeah. No, you can't make me do. Take, no, I'm like getting you. The, I'm getting you a big buddy from thing. Quick Trip, and you're but gonna I can't, down like, that. No, 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 no. You're not gonna take the whole thing. No, you're not gonna take the whole thing. You're gonna you're gonna put the straw in your mouth, and you're gonna drink until you can't drink anymore, and then you're gonna stop. Okay. I feel like I've done things like that with like daiquiris or margaritas or something. And that is fascinating. I've never gotten one. I've never because people describe it and I have no idea what they're talking about. We're gonna try it. This is gonna be an experiment. That would be fun actually to do like during the episode. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do it. Yeah. I. Wow. Yeah. That was so much better than I would have hoped for because, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't determine it. 
Right. You just it, need your testable. honesty. Right. We don't want you to get being no, brain no, freeze not, and try not, to tough your way through no, it. No, I'm not saying like, I, like, like, like I've done it before and it doesn't affect me. I just legit don't know if I've been subjected to the um, like a stimulus that causes a brain freeze before. I just I, I don't know that I've done that. So I don't know. That's where I I guess that's my superpower. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Believe me, you don't have a superpower. No, that would be a... Anyway. Uh, That's an ugly-ass jersey you're wearing, too. Yeah, I don't like it. Shut up. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about next? Thirty or 60 seconds of sausage. Ah, huh, good segue into you dissing on my, my jersey. Our 60 seconds of sausage, our Bundesliga year-end The Bundesliga year-end update. update. There's actually something good to talk about. Like a few There's a couple in- of good things to talk good about. Good things to talk about. They just won't bore the, re- the regular person. Um, so the, the, the Bundesliga is the, the German top-flight soccer league that we've all adopted a, a team from, and they just finished their season here, what, last weekend, I think it was? This past weekend, like yesterday. No, not the Bundesliga. Oh, no, no, no. The Bundesliga. That was, oh, that was the uh, English Premier League. Right, right. Yeah, and, last and, weekend. And the whole like the thing Euro- that we've Euro- really enjoyed about about European soccer is that it's, it's structured so differently in that if you're at the bottom of the league – in European soccer, you drop down. You get relegated. You get relegated. You are no means, longer major league. Right, which is essentially if you're like the Baltimore Orioles, you mm-hmm. drop down to AAA and have to play Little Rock, Arkansas. It's not too and much different, is it? It's really it's, cool. It's so cool. But there, there's no incentive for tanking. There's yep. desperation to get out of the bottom. You don't want to be in there, which creates actual excitement well, at and the there's bottom no, of the There's league. no draft to be no, like so a bad no team. Benefit. There's, there's no, no benefit, benefit to being at the bottom. In fact, there's a huge penalty, which makes it, mm-hmm. makes it exciting. Yep. Travis, you may not know this, but your team, Stuttgart, went to... You were in the relegation playoff... For ninety minutes and, or ninety minutes and two minutes of stoppage time, until your Stuttgart score, scored a goal in stoppage time to put them above relegation Can playoffs. Can I tell you why that happened? It's inside information, but from, I, don't, I don't think from, he from, minds me sharing it. From Clint and Augusta, from Dale, Dale, oh yeah, from Dale right. Nelson, the strength and conditioning coach for Stuttgart. Stuttgart has a new hydrotherapy pool. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I don't well know why done. it's funny. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyway. They were they were literally seconds away from a relegation playoff. And they right. might have been relegated had they not had that extra right. time right. spent in the gym in the and the, more importantly the, the the period after the workout. I I'll go with my I'll go with my team next. You want to talk about your team? Yeah, so my team made it to the DFB Pokal Cup, the German Cup final. Okay, fuck off, Dale from Augusta. Uh, You have to respect him talking about his team. uh, They lost in the first shot. They lost in penalties, uh, so really it doesn't matter because they were, were already going to the Europa League. Which Frankfurt just happened to win despite finishing 11th in the Bundesliga this year. Still won the Europa League. So uh, uh, Freiburg or Freiburg is mm-hmm. going to the Europa League playing in European competition for the first time in like decades here, right. uh, which is big for Freiburg. They're, that's going to be a money influx to them. Not as big as like a Champions sure. League thing, but it's right. going to it's going to create less international friendlies. Look at you. 
less international friendlies and more Europa League games. Right. So it's yeah. going to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we're not in the Champions League. Uh, Freiburg was uh, in the top four for most of the season. They dropped out after kind of struggling the last three weeks. However, Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt, yeah, the team that I adopted a couple years ago got into the Europa League. They they were very much like you last year. They were in the top four of the Bundesliga, aiming up for Champions League, slipped out at the end, went into the Europa League, and then won at Barcelona to get into the finals, which is a huge deal if you know anything about European soccer. It's a big deal. You don't win in Barcelona, and they went in and did it as a mid-table German league. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, Justin, and, and all, all jokes aside, this was really, really kind of cool. So they played the finals against um, Rangers from, from Rangers Glasgow. From Glasgow, from Scotland. Scotland, yep. yeah. They played them at like 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. I, so cool. Yep, it was like 0-0 at halftime. I took off of work to watch the second half. It just so happened that my son Jack, who I play FIFA with like on, on PlayStation or whatever, came home right at the end of regulation when they were doing penalty kicks. Oh, cool. So Jack and I were there watching penalty kicks. Each of us going absolutely ballistic when when Frankfurt won it in penalty kicks. It was so much fun. It was great. I'm glad I took the day off because uh, Frankfurt hasn't won the uh, European Trophy in 42 years. Uh So the odds of me seeing this were pretty fucking crazy. But then to see it with him was absolutely perfect. And, again, we don't have a real investment in this team, of course. This is just for fun or whatever. No, but 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 you – and I, I don't know how you – you're wearing a Frankfurt jersey. I would have worn my uh, my Freiburg jersey had uh, the Minnesota United not be playing right now. Sure. Um, I've I've bought in hard with this Bundesliga team and this – It's fun. And Freiburg, and it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's, it's um, you know, I, I, I did my ancestral DNA and sort of found out that – a majority of my ancestral DNA comes from the Black Forest of Germany and, and is in that Freiburg area. So I, I kind of look at this as like my ancestors probably, well, no, they didn't root for Freiburg because they didn't come around until 1904. Right. But uh, I, I, I would... I get what you're saying. It, it's yeah. it's that historical thing. And yeah. It's and cool. It's fun. It's something different. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I always watch ESPN has a daily like sports center on soccer. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh-huh. It's ESPN FC. And somebody was talking about Freiburg and, and Leipzig playing, and they described him some European, so I'm just going to assume what he said is right. Right. Like Freiburg is considered like everybody loves Freiburg. Yes. They're just like fun. Like yes. everybody loves Freiburg, yep. and they were playing Leipzig, who everybody hates. Hates. Because right. Leipzig is like the fake, they buy their way to get yes. their team, and Freiburg is the homegrown you have the academies they're everything about uh the organic uh, uh german Grass football sort the of, grassroots yeah, organization exactly. type of thing and yeah. and um yeah i saw something similar it wasn't that it was an espn plus type okay. of pregame thing yep. um, where they were saying it wouldn't be uh, surprising if ninety percent of Germany was rooting for Freiburg in yep, that game. Right, it's, just, so it, it, it's cool. It, it was it's a cool. great week for us as three brews in and our German teams. You did well. Is it? I did well, and, and Travis's team avoids relegation. Avoid relegation, but, 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 I, but I have a serious question about yeah. that. Is that um, more anti Leipzig, Leipzig, as it is? 
I, it's I more. It's a combination it's, of both. It's a combination of both. Are it's they a combination little bit like of, the Yankees were in this yes. area? They're but so, the rest of the country. So hates Leipzig them. isn't as hated as much as Dortmund is. Dortmund is hated for buying teams. They yep. bought their teams. It's okay. just they they buy whoever they can uh, and then sell them off to the higher leagues, and then they buy them, more, yeah. and then they keep going. Okay. Um, it, yeah. It's more of the right. the true German soccer football fans like the organically grown right. Frankfurt, Freiburg, Stuttgart, some of these teams that actually grow their players instead of just buying them. Yep. Yeah, nice. All right, very good. Uh, shall we go on to uh, Justin's going to go use the bathroom? Do you want to take a quick break, or do you want to move on to something else? Well, I think we can move on. Okay, um, Travis, do you want some to cover something? Do you want to talk about – I wouldn't mind talking about the Brewers Fantasy Camp. Oh, yeah, there we is, are. Is that okay? Because I was just they, – they always talk about it during the Brewer broadcast and, and Fantasy Camp, and I just was I think, thinking about it. And I think everybody knows what that is, right? Every Maybe every team's got one. Yep. I actually knew someone casually that had attended a camp. His name was Tom, and unfortunately he died a fairly young man within the last mm-hmm. five years. But he told me about it, and he told me some of the players that were there, and it was really kind of neat because they were some of the 80s players. And um, I think he had played ball up through the high school level or whatnot, and he couldn't say enough good stuff about it. Really? Um, in general, I would say I, I, I would, and I think I would enjoy it. And I think so much of that is, okay, um, are the other attendees looking at it kind of like I am? Like, I'm, you, get the, you get the crazy-ass type A that is, you know, uh, that's like in it to win it and yeah. is reliving their Uncle Rico days? Yeah. Um, or do you have most people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s that understand that they can't do it anymore? And I hope and I think that these camps probably put a heavy emphasis on guys, you know, sure. maybe have that talk. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of cool, you know. Where's the downside to it, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. you leave, unless you, you have that one guy right. that just blew it up for you. So Yeah, right. And I always think about um, when uh, Kramer from Seinfeld talk about, talked yeah. about going to Yankees camp when he was, like, yes. brushing back somebody who was, like, own, owning the plate. and was like So good. Right. And he ended up, like, punching Mickey Mantle in the face. Yep. And wanted, that's the guy you worry about, though, Because right? there's fights in like, church softball leagues, so it takes that one person. Yeah. You want to you know something funny? I have Uncle Rico written in my, my answer here. <laughs> well, so we great minds think alike. Yeah. Yeah, I I would never participate in the Brewers Fantasy Camp. Okay. And are, only... Are you and is that the is that your big concern? My Not big how thing they is have it set up, but the types of people it might attract. Right, and and it seems like uh, it, it's ready for the guys that are like the Uncle Ricos that aren't willing to give up on their childhood. The guys that can say, you know, if this was eighty three, I could throw a pigskin a quarter mile. You know, like the mm. uh, the people that aren't willing to give it up. If if it was structured slightly different for me, it would be. I would want to know more of what did these guys do in the 70s and 80s to prepare for a game versus, you know, the 90s and 2000s guys and what was behind a daily the daily grind of baseball. Show me what you did on a daily basis. Let's go through your pregame warm-ups. Coach, uh, what, what, what you're saying is something I didn't think of, and, boy, is that spot on. Now, these are guys, so I went on like a, a – 
Packer throwback. Yep. Cruise, whatever. Yep. And these poor bastards answer probably the same question a thousand times. I get a little bit of payment for it. And but I, I just wonder if you could take them aside and you would maybe ask some questions that they didn't get hit. So these, you know, it's not Robin Yount or Paul Mollett or Cecil Cooper probably. Right. They probably don't want to hear what was Robin wrong. You know. Right. But it's like, take me, take me through your retreat. How about a question like this? What was your diet like? Right. Yes. You know, you know Ted Simmons. He he smoked in the dugout, right? I mean, it's like <laughs> could you yeah. could you get something that just didn't? You don't want to be the twentieth person that asked him, but yep. maybe maybe yeah. just maybe that well, they. And- and it's it seems to me like it's so much just the players going through the motions like hey yeah go out to second base and pretend like you're a big leaguer and you know feel these ground balls and let's relive your childhood or your high school years and I, I think I you could get out of it what you put into it right. there will absolutely yeah. be a bell curve at those right yep hundred percent right. um, yeah I think you worry that. You want I would have a real concern about the average participant, though. Yeah, yep. you, you want the people who are just thrilled to be able to field the ball at, at second and throw it to Cecil Cooper. Yep. And just say, damn, I just threw a ball. Threw that, a that's awesome. You also, but you worry about <laughs> the people who are like, man, I'm going to blow one by Robin Young. And, and, <laughs> right? Who, who, yes. who are there to try I'd like to, to take to a mound right. again with my bad knees and – be kind of cool. It, uh, it would, right. right? And you're gonna give your best. Like it'd be awesome to throw one past Yount, but you don't want the people that are there to like. But you would want to throw it past a Robin Yount in you know in his prime, and not Robin Yount as of the course, of course, what yeah. the what is she the sun <laughs> what is it, purse like leather, or what, leather purse leather that, purse yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty clever that was by the way. Casting, and yeah. I'm thinking about it, it's like yeah, it's some California sun yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's like by the way, it's like five grand. Which is expensive. Ooh. It's expensive, but it's not like that ridiculous, like it's only not the super the, wealthy. Yep. You're going to have a few 60-year-old Corvette owners yep. with the chains, I think. <laughs> the red Corvette. Absolutely. All right. Why don't we go on to something else? Hold on. Let me bring up. What do we have here? I think it's about time for uh, what a dumb and arrogant athlete. Dumb quote. and arrogant uh, athlete quotes. Yeah. Anyone else want to want to start with? I'll a, start with a dumb athlete quote. Oh, okay. You want to be the yeah. hammer? Sure. My dumb athlete quote comes from Dutch soccer legend Rude Gult. Oh, him. We must have had 99% of the match. It was that other 3% that cost us. <laughs> I, saw, which, I, I, which, I saw that today and I skipped it. I'm which, glad I did. Yeah. Which, which tells you you always have to give that 102%. We all know. That it's, yeah. That's so good. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I had a, um, a deceased uh, Babe Ruth coach. Everything with him was 115. Not, I don't know why not 110. I don't know why 120. <laughs> I think he heard it some coaching camp or yeah. whatever. It was a, it was a, it was a 100 115. But, okay, yeah. all right. I'll go next. The dumb athlete quote again comes from Twitter. Uh, Washington Commanders defensive tackle Jonathan Allen was doing a little Q and A on Twitter, okay. right? And somebody asked him a very pretty good question. You can have three people for dinner, dead or alive. Who are you inviting? Now, we've had similar oh, Lord. topics. Oh, so, like, who do you oh, want to have a drink Abraham with? Abraham Lincoln. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, and, you know, I... John Daly. <laughs> John right. Daly made the list. John yeah. Daly 10 years ago, he's kind of 
Uh-huh. Like, yep. Could die tomorrow. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, at one point, I said I wanted to have a beer with Ron Jeremy, porn star, not yeah, knowing that he was did. a that he was a <laughs> going on trial for sexual assault. You took that back I the next time. Uh, back. Absolutely. Right. And but you know who I didn't say, Adolf Hitler. Jonathan oh. Allen wanted to invite his grandfather, Michael Jackson, and Adolf Hitler to dinner. What was his explanation for Hitler? That well, is exactly. But, but hold see, on. I wouldn't throw him under the bus yet. No, that, that's what I. Want I want to. Sure, sure. That's okay. The the person correctly asked. Uh, explain Why? Hitler. Well, because he's a military genius, and I love military tactics. Oh God! Yeah, that's not what you want. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. So I <laughs> that's literally, the literally, we're sitting 20 feet away from Mein Kampf. I yep. bought it and I read it. Sure. It's in almost impossible, but I did it for what I think is the right reasons. I think every, I think there should be mandatory freaking reading. Hundred percent. You want to get their brain. Yeah. This was written in 1924 and became mandatory in 1933. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it. But that would be my answer, and I would. Boy, I mean, I would love to talk to him if I was a psychology student or sure. something. And, and, but but and, that answer was, and by the way, he wasn't a military he wasn't, genius. No, of course <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, there's that no, little thing. No, and as Alan, a matter of fact, Alan you, did could, say you could he, say the invading of Russia was affected the entire world and, to this day. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it, it caught me a little bit because he said, "I, I want to know what why he did what he did." Now he would oh. put that in with the military. And he said, I'm also, this has got me, I'm also assuming that the people I've chosen would have to answer all my questions honestly, which we literally said. So I, kinda, I get what he's saying, but. Yeah, and do you and it's a shame play? in today's world you have. But see, I can't. I'm comfortable with that in general. Here's I, what I really cracks, am. Here's what cracks me up. Who are the other two people we put in there? Michael Jackson Michael and his grandfather. grandfather. But, but Michael but, Jackson, but, but, his grandpa, but, and Hitler and walk Hitler. into a bar. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's a total joke, yeah. right? But I think if you sat down with a guy for a few minutes, I, I wonder if he wouldn't want to say, you know, what was it like growing up with your dad? Sure. I know he beat you. I know the kids. I know you were forced to do this. Right. And honest answers? I, I want to I ask you about the kids. I want to ask you about Neverland. Everything is predicated on yeah. honest answers. For sure. Yep, I completely get your point, though. Right, and and he's definitely got a got an escape hatch on this, and I'm not going to condemn the guy, but it was funny when you say, "Yeah, I want to eat with my grandpa, Michael Jackson, and Hitler." How how can you say that if you didn't get honest answers? If you could have anyone like Joseph Stalin, wouldn't be an incredibly, you know, there. Oh, for sure. Some, some of the yeah. worst people in history would would probably provide some of those answers that right. could maybe prevent what what happened. Absolutely. Yep. Right, we're undone, right? Yes, Boy, we're this undone. is a big, this is a big jump. This is Yogi Berra, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> I think we should have I a love Yogi. Berra. We might, we might even want it's a Yogi, yogi Berra. Yogi because yeah. he knows what he's saying. Cool. Yeah. Um, you better cut the pizza into four pieces. I'm not hungry enough to eat six. <laughs> love Yogi Berra. It's so good. Just love him. When you get to the fork in the road, take it. That's it. That yep. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, you got an arrogant athlete quote. For I us. do a Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrogant athlete quote. Uh, my arrogant athlete quote comes from Aaron Rodgers, oh, and it came early. Bank. And it came recently. He was talked in, a, or he was uh, uh, asked about Kirk Cousins in a recent interview, Ooh. and he oh. said the following: Oh no! A recent interview. You said. Yes. Okay. Quote. <clears throat> Hold on, I gotta clear my throat with some beer. 
Mm. Also, Minnesota United just beat FC Dallas in Dallas 2-1. to one. Mm. That's Thanks a big that. win. Kirk and I are actually good friends. He's someone I respect a lot. We have similar beliefs and values. Each offseason, his family will come out and have a meal at my place. He always invites me out uh, to return the favor. You just don't see players like him and I very often in the league. Take the North, for example. If you put him or I on the Lions or the Bears, we would be the best quarterback that franchise has ever seen. God. He can't get out of his own way. Talking about Kirk Cousins, and then he turns it into, I'd be the best quarterback in the NFC North. What the fuck? He can't help himself. Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I know on the surface some people are like, why is that so bad? No, it is. No, it because is. it's the latest compilation of a career of that. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has much as a career being arrogant as he's established on the football field for his brilliance and excellence. Mm-hmm. Just 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 think about that. Mm-hmm. Kirk and I. I don't know, maybe Kirk doesn't want to be in nope. the same sentence as you, Aaron. Nope, maybe maybe not. Because I think, by all accounts, Kirk and Aaron are really different people. What? <laughs> yep. I what? Think Kirk's other... a pretty solid, good dude what who other... hasn't, who's not probably as talented as you. For sure, not as talented as you. Right. But I think he's a better human being. What wow, other he's a lot quarter, better human. What being. other NFL quarterback would say, would "Yeah, do that. Put, put me on on this team. I'd be the best they ever had." Yep. Oh. And factually, he's right. Accurate. Right. Not yes. the point. Not, not the point. Not the point. God. Not the point. Oh, yeah. Boy, that. Josh. Thank was you. Was it like a week ago, two weeks ago? I, it was within the last week and a half. Jesus. Wow. But see how he st- he has to be. Uh, I'll, I'll make it very brief. Go. He still has to be part of the NFL story when the NFL really were past the draft. Now, yes. we have that dead time. Yep. But he has to do it, and he is so bright. You don't have to be bright to understand that every word you say, people hang on. Yep. But it's like, what world are you in where that's where you... You know what I'd love to hear, Aaron? I'd love to hear about a charity you just showed up at and didn't bring 20 cameras with you, and Aaron Rodgers went to a children's hospital in wherever, or it ultimately has to be him. I, I think he is... He might be... You know, you hear about boxers, and you know the. the pre- I'm not so sure the guy doesn't have the most narcissistic personality of any very well-known athlete. I completely agree. Ever? Yeah. Oh man. All right. From Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> love that guy. Favorite guy. Yep. Just love him. Yeah. Back in the day, um, if you don't know, Wayne Rooney was one of the uh, biggest names in English soccer. He played for Manchester United. I think he's the all-time goal leader for the English. Uh, uh, national team talking about Wayne Rooney maybe moving to PSG where Zlatan was playing at the time. Quote: If Wayne Rooney wants to move next summer or in January, I would urge him to come play with me in Paris. If he did join, he would have to get used to the fact that Zlatan scores even better goals than him. <laughs> oh yeah! While I'm... recruiting a guy, <laughs> you're not <laughs> you as good go, as me. You're gonna be in your yep. place. <laughs> Love the guy. I love Zlatan. No, I, I've been who, sold. And he, who, who doesn't love Zlatan? Uh, All right, so mine got? is also in football. Uh, Pablo Esvalto, heard of him? No. <laughs> it's true I have a horrible personality, but I kind of like being like this. 
<laughs> and I don't remember what uh, what European team Pablo plays for. And 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 Pablo. in the little section they had, you have to basically give him credit for extreme self awareness. Or sure. <laughs> Good for nice. Him. Good for All him. Right. You guys want to uh, talk about a douche of the week? Yeah. Yep. Good. I'll. I'll start it off just because I find it weird that, that we haven't covered this guy. Maybe we have, and I apologize. And this is just scratching the surface, and I'm not going to – I don't want to open a can of worms. My douche of the week is Colin Kaepernick. Huh. Not not for anything like recent or anything like that, but just – and I'm not going to get into the kneeling or anything like that. Right. Any of that. It's, Colin Kaepernick, to me, seems like a guy who has, by his – Perceived persecution and not getting a job has cashed in. He got a massive, massive oh. paycheck from Nike. Uh. Colin Kaepernick had multiple opportunities to go somewhere else to play. He had he could have gone to Canada to play. He could have gone somewhere else could have been to a showcase his skills. Could have gone could have been a backup, like he said. But he said, No, I need to be a starter. That's who I'm signing for. It's almost like he set these this bar really high so that no team would ever think, yeah, we're not going there. And then he could lay back and say, martyr. Uh-huh. And by doing that, he could continue to cash in and say, the system is costing me my livelihood while raking in all this martyr money. Uh-huh. If you really love the game like you say you did and just wanted to play, you could have gone to play. I remember it, it could be he, I believe he had like some showcase in Atlanta or somewhere in that area. Yep. That he then moved last minutes and last it second. all got messed up. It's like, no, if you wanted to show off your skills, you could have. He didn't want to because he knew Because he, he wanted sucked. his own cameraman. He wanted his own cameraman. He wanted to do this, that, and the other thing because he knows he's a smart guy. He knows he makes more money as a martyr. So he's going to just keep moving the line back for any team to want to sign him. And then he's going to say, I'm the victim. They won't sign me. So, Colin, go fuck yourself. You could have played at any time you chose not to because that sweet Nike money is too good to pass up. You presented that really well, and obviously it's hard to talk about him without politics, but you did it. I don't think I could have done it that well. Nope. Um, we'll, 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 we'll leave it. Boy, that was, yeah, that's him. I want to make a nomination for Colin Kaepernick being a part of the Dave Bliss Douche Hall family. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I and, second and, that. And I please want to put that with the caveat. This is not about no the kneeling, the pro. I don't. We all have our own opinions on that. Right. It's not sure. what it's about. It's about this moving the line back. Right. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I second yeah. that I'm, completely. Yeah. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Colin Kaepernick joins. Uh, I'm not going to go. You want to rattle off the list? No, because I have a feeling that there's going to be one more uh, douche <laughs> of the week this week that's going to get nominated. So Perfect. I'll wait. Travis, what do you got for a douche of the week? It's a name, but I want to go a little bit deeper. That's what she said. That's what she said. Nice. It's Spurs Angel sex. Hernandez. Oh. Her, Angel Hernandez is a my douche. My Angel Hernandez is a douche because he he played a um, he played a race card Hispanic with why he wasn't getting um, assignments he wasn't becoming true ch- crew chief to some degree 
that MLB caved a little bit because I know he did get an assignment he never would have got mm -hmm. on his ability. He played that card, but then I give Major League Baseball credit because they ultimately, and I don't know the timetable, but they ultimately wrote a really terse thing that I think we might have even talked about last yeah. episode yep. that was basically um, read through it, but you suck, Angel. So he's, he's that person. You can, I mean, we all know C.B. Buckner's a really bad umpire. We know some other ones, but you don't know, you don't see C.B. Buckner going on offense. Oh, by the way, he's Jamaican. Yeah. You, don't, you don't see that. Okay, they're, they're going through. Uh -huh. Okay, so he went on offense and without any evidence at all, played that card that he didn't have a basis for playing. Okay, that's out there. That makes him a douche. Here is my, my 1B. And it's um, it it has to do with something that's borderline unfixable, but it would take a voice or two to at least start the ball rolling, and that would be to somehow, some way, realize that even though someone has union protection, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean they're immune from everything. Right. We all know people with union jobs that can and do get fired or disciplined. You have right, a union right. that has a place to, um, to, to, to to support that person, whether legally or whatever. To ensure the individual's rights to, to are ensure, To ensure that held. the individual rights are upheld. Yep. Now, what Major League Baseball could do, and of course there, um, every sport probably has some similar situations. We all know, you've heard for 100 years, that umpire union is super strong. Okay, okay, great. But what... I would love to see happen, and I don't think it's completely pie-in-the-sky stuff. You set some standards, and now with the technology, it doesn't have to be at 89.9, you suck it at 90%, you're great, you know, whatever. Yep. But you can look at that and say, listen, your, your, your game, the Schwarber game, or whatever, or here is your track record, potential demotion. Mm -hmm. potential remedial potential whatever you do and you, and you would hate it and then the union of course would counter with the oh, all the stuff uh -huh. major league baseball if you had to suspend Aaron Hernandez but pay his full salary until he's at retirement age for the good of the game that's a multi-billion dollar industry someone has to stand up and it would take the league office. It, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to come from probably the commissioner's office and just say, at the end of the day, we know this is a headache. We know this will be a protracted legal battle. But Angel Hernandez and people similar to him either have to improve or we have to remove them from the game. Name the job, name the career where union people have gotten fired and they have got disciplined. Mm -hmm. It could happen. So that is my 1A and 1B. Rob Manfred doesn't have the testicular fortitude or the spine to stand up to the union well, and it will never happen. The, how about the owners in general? Do they? There's, uh, we, we understand probably a tiny fraction of their inner workings, but Angel Hernandez to baseball fans is literally a punchline. Yeah. Angel Hernandez is behind the plate. Oh, fuck. Angel Hernandez is anywhere in the game. I hope there's not a call at third base. Right. right. I mean, he can fuck him up at first base just like anywhere, yep. which he's done a lot. Well, luckily, there's like, some replay for we, those types As of baseball fans, you would love to think that there's some accountability because, as we know with players, your accountability is with contracts, 
teams demoting you to AAA. <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, they will remove you even if they have to write a big check. Yep. Because you're, ultimately your product is what sells. So you throw out these umpires, and there have been officials throughout the years that probably should have fallen. Now, this is full-time job. This is an NFL, which is a different uh-huh. deal or whatnot. I hate the I it just it just makes me cringe that Angel Hernandez is allowed to go behind the plate and you know that he is considerably worse than his peers. Yeah. But the uh, the MLB league office doesn't see it that way because <laughs> in that bad game where Schwarber went off, Angel Hernandez got like a ninety eight percent rating because his strike zone was consistent through the game. He was consistently bad and huge, which doesn't um, doesn't fit into the accepted but, strike but, zone. But what did Schwarber say when he's yelling? Both yeah. sides for That's both of us. That's what it was. That's why he got a high rating through the... That is why yes. my, my, my douche 1B goes to the league office because they know yep. goddamn well that is not a good metric. Yep. We, we could say that... 100%. Okay, so he calls in that... With that line of reasoning, you could say every pitch five feet outside, he calls a strike, but he doesn't for both teams. Yep. Don't you really have to look at accuracy? Right. Right. I'd like to nominate Angel Technologies Hernandez. only exist. Yes. Well, I'm done with that. Uh, can I nominate him? Yes, you Just can. That I really feel strongly yep. about him. Um, I nominate Angel Hernandez for the uh, Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. I'll second that. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Are we going to have a Bliss. third one here? We are. And uh, mine is a ground swat, and I'm just going to say it really quickly so that we can move on. Uh, Trevor Bauer, since he's never been actually nominated for Douche of the Week, we've talked about him like 150 times in this podcast. Trevor Bauer, you are the worst. I am done. You are my Douche of the Week. I'd like to nominate him for the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. Seconded. Any of all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? I don't want this to get too convoluted, and I'm not saying that we do it now um, because it's easy. It's the last thing you hear. But Trevor Bauer might be one of the just all-around nastier people that's played pro sports in the modern era. I'm not so sure it's the the Bliss Bauer Hall of Fame. I'm throwing that out as a potential. We have a a second already. The the Dave Bliss, uh, Darren Sharper. Because oh, he Sharper's raped a bunch so of people. Yeah, yeah. He is. Are, do we call it the Bliss Sharper Hall of Fame? Uh, I have Darren Sharper bolded and italicized in the list. So it's still the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame, then but we, Darren then, Sharper yeah, is Then we keep 1A. Trevor Bauer out of it. Yeah. Dave Boy, Bliss. That, I mean, let's be honest. Darren Sharper is ten times worse than Dave Bliss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're yes. right. I mean, he's a serious rapist. So, yeah. so Colin right. Kaepernick, <laughs> yeah. Angel Hernandez, and Trevor Bauer join Alex Rodriguez, Manny Machado, Grayson Allen, Lance Armstrong, Pete Rose, Aubrey Huff, Dave Bliss, Kellen Winslow Jr., John Rocker, Ray Carruth, Bill Romanowski, LeBron James, Chad Curtis, Javi Baez, Zach Stacy, Henry Ruggs III, and that motherfucker Lawrence Levy, Levy, the Marvin Zan, so, as the Dave Blues Hall of Famer. Can, can, can I just walk something back I just said? When I hear Ray Carruth... <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and rugs and these people that have killed yeah, and raped Tre- people. Trevor Bauer hasn't killed anyone. I just <laughs> can't put him there. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I, I'll, no, I'll accept no, my mistake. Yeah. We'll continue. Do you know a name that's not in there? <laughs> You're going to hear it two weeks from now. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do a Brucevus. Yes. All right. A Brucevus is something where we rant about baseball. It comes from Festivus, where we got a problem with you people. And we're old men, middle aged, so we yeah. got a lot of bitches. Travis, you look like you got something to say. Number what do you want to bitch you guys about? Aren't that old? I would kill to be both of your ages. <laughs> there's a gap. I That's just, what she said. I just there's a gap. This one's gonna. This one's gonna sound trivial. It bothers me. It shouldn't, but it does. I'll be done in one minute. That's what she said. That's what he, that's what he said. <laughs> the person who mean well, but in the first inning of a game. Oh no. Say oh. you're at Miller Park. Yes, it's Miller Park, and. You start out because you're all excited. It's even going to sound mean because these are well-intended people, and you have a so you 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 have a new batter, right? And oh, you've got Corbin Burns on the mound or whoever. And the first ball is a strike, and you're already booing at the umpire. The next balls or the the, the first you know pitches a ball is a, the first pitches a ball. The next pitch is a strike. You've got oh. next pitch is a strike. And he strikes them out, and the whole crowd, it's like, stay in your lane, save this a little bit, we understand, <laughs> don't get in front of your skis here, folks. It's the, I don't know why that sounds like such an asshole, but, but it really shows that you haven't really watched much baseball. Well, okay, it's, ne- it's never, that excitement never carries to the fourth inning, does it? No. <laughs> You're on your cell phone the by the bottom of the second, but, you, the, but, but that leadoff batter for the Braves... You're, Right. You saw every pitch. Yeah. Right. You're seven bratwurst in. You're yeah. in your third beer by the fourth inning. You've gone and taken a piss already and missed half your team's at bats. My Bruce Davis, I don't I, I'm sure it's been said already, but I want to reiterate this. It's the parents that criticize umpires during kids' sporting events. Oh, God. Yeah. You can you know, say the, it every, every podcast. The umpires that are getting paid between ten and twenty five dollars to umpire. Yeah. The seventh or the seven inning high school game. <coughs> Sorry, um, <coughs> I had a Gardetto going on the wrong pipe. <laughs> that's 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 what he's going with. I feel like I'm watching the Super Fans right now. <coughs> Brought worse than bite. Oh, and this is where you yell. I got a chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but his chest. We're yeah, there. Nobody's gonna fucking throw bull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So you know, you get the, you get those those poor and most of those umpires. I'm I'm not saying that they're like true adult WIAA type of umpires, yeah. but you get the kids. And I was a high school student that umpired uh, little league baseball games. The kids are four Great. or five years younger than I am, and I remember even back then parents being douche canoes and screaming about the strike so you know what fuck you i'm 16 years old and i'm going to have this game continue and if your son can't swing at a pitch that's three inches above the strike zone you can come out here and do this for free because i'm getting paid 12 dollars, and i get a free drink from the from the vendor stand for this so i got a free soda and 13 dollars a game yes so it was instantly. When my game was over, I got the little voucher signed by the coaches. I got to go over to the thing. 
uh, go over to the stands. I got my third. I got my thirteen. No, after the game. Oh, that's funny. so it that's had to, well, so it had to be after the game. What? No one else some, could say that you were there. Some tournaments. <laughs> some tournaments were before. Some leagues were after. But then I got to bring that over, and then got my thirteen dollars for umpiring behind the plate, ten dollars for in the field, oh, and then my free soda that I got with it. And once in a while, <laughs> you could do? you could you could kind of. Wager your way through and get like an icy. Get a hot dog. You could you could maybe get a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. The long middle school is a little stricter on. on yeah. That. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck you for the thirty-five-year-old parent that's sitting in the stands and thinking. And it's the parent that didn't take the time with with the kid. Right. It's the right. one that you know. Yeah. Yep. They, and they probably have the kid that doesn't come with it because if you have because if you're depending on a coach to teach these kids basic stuff, you're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You get four practices before the season starts. So, is that it on That's your it for uh, me. Brucevus? All right. Very good. So, Josh. Yeah. All right. So my Brucevus again, a little bit in with uh, from Haley. Oh my God. Uh, so Travis is a little bit along your lines. I understand this completely, but it just it just kind of bothers me a little bit. So if you look at all the names of MLS teams, Justin, we looked at the rankings, right? The MLS is like the seventeenth best. It's the se- it's like ah, uh, it's the eleventh. I'll it, look it, it up it, again. It's between, between eleven and seventeen. And 17. Yeah. It's, it's not a good league, right? Yeah. So, but if you look at the names of the teams in MLS, uh-huh. okay, what do you see? You see things like Minnesota United, United. Uh, Sporting Sporting KC, Inner Miami, Uh, all these names that closely coordinate to big-name European soccer teams. Uh Okay, I get it. We want to, like, associate our teams or our... That's my list. (laughs) Kath's playing with my list. We coordinate with these big-name European soccer leagues because, uh-huh. oh, I, I love Real Madrid, so then I'll cheer for Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake. <laughs> Not quite the same thing. Really maybe, maybe that. just form your own, like, history or traditions of naming your teams and all that. Again, I understand why they do it, Travis. Yeah. Has anybody been to Salt Lake? No. Uh, I drove through it once. Me too, but, yeah. What's Salt Lake like, Haley? Mormons. Well, we, yeah, but oh. Mitt Romney. Oh, okay. Oh. Everybody talks about well Salt Lake, but I know, like, now I know one person, but I'm guessing you had to spend a week there, right? No, I went to a it's first a, show there. It was three days. And it's it really, it's a really big city. It's like really only big city that nobody like really wants. They're well, it's really not a destination spot. That's is it? what I mean. Yeah. They're really subdivision clicky. Like Serious. You, so you identify, Doesn't sound like a Mormon. You identify. By the, the subdivision or development. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? That you live in. So you 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 would say. You're saying. So you spent enough time there to understand the subdivision breakup. But that's it. So even if. Are you're, you making that up, Haley? No. So even you say, oh, I'm in. I don't know if you're a Salt Lake expert. C- <laughs> C- like I'm from Seashore Lanes or whatever. Uh, okay. I, I'm sorry, but no, no, it, no. It, it brought it brought it up. Nobody no, but my my point is that you don't have to name your MLS teams after these. Big European side. Do you do you have some of the the Atlanta United, well, Austin Football Club, okay, Charlotte Football Club, Chicago Fire Football Club, all, all those football I club Cincinnati, 
Colorado Rapids, Columbus Crew, okay. FC all, Dallas, all DC United. Fine. All that's fine. Like those are just plain LA Galaxy, Galaxy Inter Miami. There we go. Inter Miami is Inter Milan. It's uh, a, Minnesota United. Manchester United. Uh, Revolution. Yeah. So my, my point being, you don't have to coordinate it with these big names in, in Europe. Travis, do you have Philadelphia a Union. Thank you. Do you have a anti-Brucevist, something oh, that I makes you happy about sports? I do. It makes me really happy when it happens. What do you got? I'm on the first tee, or anybody's on the first tee, I can imagine, uh-huh. and you're not really a good golfer. And it happens to be an event where, because of where the first tee is, more than just three other people see it, and you hit a straight drive over 200 yards. And can I, probably, that feels good. Probably the best and one you you're going to And you day. might end up with a nine on that fucking hole, but you matter, just matter. showed. Yeah. And, and the key is to kind of walk up like you know it. Like, you know, you don't take 20 practice swings. You tee the ball like you mean it. And you hit that ball, and you just kind of take your driver, and you walk back. and. Yeah. So uh, I, I kind of want to parlay off of that. Hmm. Not so much my anti-Brucevist, but uh, so I went golfing, uh, actual golfing for the first time on uh, Monday, for the first time this season. And I got out, and I was ready to do 18 holes by myself to get my game start to go and, you know, be that – you know, how am I sitting after going to the range a couple of times? Well, I'm going up to the first tee, and then I see a former co-worker of ours. His name is Sean. Ah. <laughs> yes. Good. And he goes, hey, are you here to play in the league? Oh, no. And I look at him like, what in the fuck are you talking about? No, I got a tee time here. He's like, no, 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 join our scramble. There's a bunch of old guys. We all get together. We play in a scramble. Okay. So I am now joining the scramble with guys that Sean is the closest age group to me, which is at least 20 years older oh, than me. No. So, so they're not other former co-workers? No, they're not all their former co-workers. Oh, they were just no. old people that golf at this golf course. They get everything fucking straight, 180 yards, and they get right. bogey every time so, because they, their short game is aces. I am now I've putting, experienced it. Oh. I am now putting my golf ball in the first tee as the youngest person in this group by it. Two decades. Oh, yeah. In my first drive. Yeah, you still drive. smell like piss to them. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. And I, right. this is my first drive off a tee box for the season. <laughs> and I was oh. crushing the fuck out of the ball on the range beforehand. Oh, no. Getting oh. already. 240 straight. Yes. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting here like, okay, now I'm the young guy. I'm the, supposed to be the ringer of this group because I can put my arms both above my shoulders. <laughs> did you hit anyone on the adjacent fairway? I did not, but I put the ball directly into the tree on the left side of the fairway. It came back, and I just barely was able to go off that hole without my wiener hanging out of my pants. So it, it, it hit that quick, yeah. Yeah. It was oh, no. bad. Almost the pants down by the ladies right teams. yeah so oh. right. so that's really that's the opposite that's of very ironic yeah. yes yeah. uh-huh that's well, but that, was, was that wasn't no no no, no, oh, no that so wasn't. what is your bruce oh it wasn't my, it no, no that was that was that was not my anti bruce because that was your bruce events right that was, no, that was your anti Oh, when my I get a good anti- drive and I'm yeah. not good, but yeah, I can't no, no, no. My anti Brucevist has nothing to do with that, but it was just kind of an oh. ironic thing that happened this God, time. God, I, I thought that was just free. What do you got? Okay, what do, what do we got? My anti Brucevist is that American Family Field, Miller Park, mm. is the only ballpark in Major League Baseball to consume more brats than hot dogs. Huh. Than what? Than hot than dogs. dogs. I thoroughly enjoy that the state of Wisconsin consumes more German sausage than it does hot dogs. I, I don't know. Impressive. I just 
There is no other ballpark in the cost deal. I mean, everybody knows that's going to be better than a hot dog. Is it like fifty cents more, dollar more? No, it's a it's a culture thing. It's a culture thing. It's one hundred percent. It's the German and the Norwegian. You haven't had a brat or a hot dog. I've never eaten anything with four legs in my life. Oh, vegetarian. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Do you eat eggs? Are you vegan? No. We're not vegetarian. getting into I'm this. Not, I'm not, not for ethical reasons. Yeah. I just don't eat it. Huh. Huh. Feather. Okay. Alright, good enough. Jesus, okay. So we eat more broths <laughs> than hot dogs. Just, yeah, get, get over in your mind. I'm going to move no. on. Move on. Yeah, more broths. Uh, there's, no, there's no other team in the country. And I, I believe bet close. I, I and I believe this I it goes everything I tell the Timber Rattlers and I don't know where that stands, but no major league or triple A team has any ball club that consumes more brats than hot dogs. I believe all that. of well, them are more hot dogs brats than brats. Are, are a Wisconsin yep. kind of thing. And that yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. All right. My anti Bruce Vis only makes me happy. Brats are delicious. By all means if if oh. you, most things that have four legs and moo or wow. make some sort of noise are delicious. Okay. I'm a multi-year former vegetarian, so I'm with you on some, but we're, we're not going to go down that road. But Go down that road. Anyway, if you want to... In- we're fine. Enough. <laughs> We've moved on. God. If you want to enjoy 15 minutes on YouTube, please go to Ball Boys or Ball Girls Making Great Catches. Oh, at oh yeah. Games. Seen them. It uh-huh. is incredible. Mm-hmm. The, the the plays that those kids make. And, and by the way, I don't think I've ever seen a single one of them. I don't think I've ever seen a single one of them pimp a catch after they make it. No. They make it. They walk back to their chair and they hand a the ball to a kid. They and now they the have to wear a helmet even yes. though they're 150 feet. <laughs> they are yeah. the most humble people in that ball club. Right. And and half the time they'll dive and not make it mm-hmm. and have to dust themselves off. And everyone's pissed if they're sitting next to them because they didn't get a ball. They go out and get a But whatever. they do hand them to They absolutely do. Now. They and absolutely you know what? Do. Even if they fuck up and do something terrible, the, the stands, the people in the crowds, like, Oh come on! You can do it next time. Absolutely, like, you cannot do wrong if you're in that position. Absolutely, the worst you could do is to pick up a a, a a ground ball in play. And you pick up a ground ball in play, but even then they're like, uh, okay. Can you can you the see worst? the training for chair removal? Because that's really oh their big thing. You can miss yes. you can miss eight hundred in a roll, and people are cool with it. But if your chair stops that ball because it isn't just moving out of the way it's yeah and you see them they really do air on the side this is going to be like within 10 feet of my fucking bail yes good point so there there is there is really only one thing that a ball or the those ball boys or whatever can do that would screw things up is if they get a foul ball they successfully ground it and they put it into a bucket next to them and not give it away. Right. That's yeah. the only thing that would. But I don't think they do it because I think the teams really emphasize yeah, fans. Yeah, so my So do. my mother and I in 2017, that's the year I went to Washington. It was the only trip that Ellie didn't go with me. And our seats were literally at the ball girl. And we got to know her. We knew where she was going to college and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if I had had my daughter, I almost certainly would have laid the groundwork for at least one foul ball. For sure. But you saw her working. Uh, it was Disney. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, the, the YouTube videos are great. By the way, they make there's some crazy, well good crazy plays. catches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially when they in those old school like when they have the bullpens in the 
Yeah, like, yeah on the side. In the field, yep. and, and they'll like end up saving a, a, yep. a catcher from the, taking one in the ribs or yeah. something. Yep. And, and the netting um, really expands the amount of balls they get yes. because yep. they, they stay in the field to play. Yep. All right, very good. Let's go on to how about a no shit and a no shit? Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is what? we do, Justin, you want to explain this? Yeah, so there, there's two ways that you can go about saying no shit. There's like no shit, like no fuck, dummy. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. Obviously that's true. Or the, oh shit, like I didn't really notice that this is something that was true. I didn't know that. Right. You want to start it? I can start. Because I actually have, I have two. They're cute at that age, aren't they? Aren't they? I have two, <laughs> no shits. So okay. Innocent. So I'll do one oh, yeah. and then we can go back around to me. Because okay. I've got really, i got two and I think they're just He's home runs. He's We better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they suck, that's, uh, <laughs> we'll give them a little, uh, yeah. Yeah, just kind of encourage me a little bit here. Right. Violet Jessup. Anybody heard of Violet Jessup before? She survived the sinking of both the Titanic and its sister ship, the Britannic. Also, so she was nicknamed Miss Unsinkable. She was a uh, a stewardess and a nurse on the trio of Olympic-class passenger ships. In addition to surviving the Titanic and the Britannic disasters... She was also aboard the trio's third sister ship, the Olympic, that collided into a British warship in 1911. <laughs> she was a part of three Olympic-class boat sinkings and survived them. I've got a couple drinks in me, and maybe it's because of that I'm going to say this, but that might be the craziest fact we've heard. It's pretty crazy. Think about three it. Three of them. Right. She was a part of three, three of them. gigantic boats. Now, sinkings. I knew the Olympic one, but I didn't know the Britannic sunk. Did she retire to land after the third one? I don't know. I didn't I read much so. more after that. Because one would think that she would go after one, like, woo, close one. You know what? It would be fate that she would die in, like, an airplane crash. Oh, my God. That's so true. Or a car or, crash. Or a hot yeah. air balloon. Or yep. a tornado. Fucking she was probably balloon. a part of the Hindenburg. Get, I'll tell you what, if you guys get in a hot air balloon and something bad happens, it's on you. <laughs> I'll mourn your death, I'll attend your funeral, but Love I'll it. tell you what, if, if I give a eulogy, it's going to be, they, they knew better. <laughs> Josh, no shit. All right, no shit. Uh, so back in like the 1930s, um, like greyhound racing was a huge deal in Britain, in England. That was like the thing. But it started to taper off. Not as many people were going. So they thought, what better way to increase interest in this kind of thing? Let's not race greyhounds. Let's throw a cheetah out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, what could go wrong? (laughs) And they didn't have the big disaster, but they actually raced cheetahs on greyhound courses. It (laughs) turns out it was difficult to actually gauge because if the little hair that they released was released too early, well, the fucking cats caught it (laughs) because they're cheetahs. They they could do 70 miles an hour in a short short sprint. Yeah, and if you release it too late, the cheetah just went, fuck this, and just walked around the (laughs) the track. Do you know cheetahs don't roar? Really? Cheetahs don't have the uh, ligament in their focal cords to roar. They can only meow like a cat. And to That's, your point, and to your point about understanding their energy, because thousands of years of whatever, uh-huh, right. they recognize that if I don't catch this right. prey in a certain amount, I can't do you it. Can't do right. it, and I'm going to waste. And it's not energy worth the energy, and, right? Yep. 
Yeah, so it was, it was tough okay, to like cool. gauge the hair. So awesome. Yeah. So can I can I do my my uh, no shit sarcastic first? Sure. Huh, you can't win the lottery if you don't play. Oh. <laughs> and let me just segue off of that. I'm sorry, I didn't think this about is that. A, this is a non-sports Brustavis. These knuckleheads with no friends and no family that scratch off their tickets at the counter oh, and quick Oh, fucking Christ. Jesus. Yes, and are at the man. same time making small talk with the very friendly clerk because they're a quick trip and they're very friendly and very nice. Yep. Well, six people are waiting and actually have jobs to get to at 7.45 a.m. Yeah. And and they take their time picking the ones they want. Uh, I want one of those. And then the clerk goes and grabs one. No, 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 not that one. I want the that other one. one. Yeah, because well, that's, that's the same with the cigarette the and tobacco winner. sales. Yeah, oh, too. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. Jeez, why, as 16, don't you understand what I'm smoking? Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Good one. Yeah. Thank you. What's you, your... Do you have one? Yeah, I do. No shit. Okay, do it. Um, well, first of all, Pennsylvania has an official amphibian. I don't know if every state has an official amphibian. Probably not. Hmm. I don't think I'd even think of Pennsylvania as having one. No, but aren't get they this. landlocked? <laughs> <laughs> well, this right, is uh, the snot otter. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty neutral. I like I like I like Pennsylvania because of Gettysburg, and I like Pittsburgh. But I despise Philadelphia, so I'm, I'm neutral there. But, but the snot otter—I don't know where you'd find the snot otter. I don't even. Maybe there's like ten of them. A colony. <laughs> All right. Fucking snot otter. Are you oh, kidding me? Jesus. And when was that named? Right. Uh, whoever named it was probably a ten-year-old. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I have one additional. Oh no shit. Oh, your your fun fact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. We remember the movie Jaws. There is an iconic scene where two brothers are uh, in the water off the beach with the fake dorsal fin oh, of yes, the shark sure. going yep. through, faking. And when they pop up, they've got two big sh- or two boats of. He made me do it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's it. So those are actually two real life brothers. Oh, okay. They're in this movie. Oh no. One of those kids. Uh, so. Yeah, so one of those kids, his name is uh, Jonathan Surly. Okay. That movie was filmed in uh, Martha's Vineyard, and that scene was in, in off of the Oak Bluffs area of Martha's Vineyard. That kid who was in that scene has now been named the chief of police in Oak Bluff. He is now the chief of police in the town that he filmed the Jaws in. Really? Yep. He has been uh, named the chief of police and will take over on uh, first week of June. So he filmed the iconic scene in Jaws as that child. He will now be the chief of police and overseeing law enforcement in that same town. And he will probably take shark attacks very seriously. Probably very seriously. That's Good for him. Really cool. Yeah. Travis, do you have any more no shits or anything no. like that? All right. I have a no shit. Oh, you're you're a sarcastic one? Yeah. That soccer player was actually faking his injury. (laughs) Hmm? Always. No shit. All right. That's what she said. That's what she said. That is something that we hear during sports broadcasts that makes us want to say. That's what she said. That's what she said. I'll start it off. I think it comes from a basketball game. It has to be. 
It's a great time to go back door. <laughs> In the butt. <laughs> <laughs> butt stuff. Well, mine comes from the Leipzig Freiburg oh. soccer match. Okay. Uh, Freiburg was having their defense uh, back a little bit too far, and the announcer said there are way too many men in the box. (laughs) Um, It may have been said before, but when I found it earlier, I didn't think so. He tried to fit that in a really tight hole. (laughs) And even if it has been done before, it's probably still worth it. Still worth it. All right, what do we got? Uh, funny death story. Funny death Trivia. story. That sounds good. Um, all right, I'm gonna start with mine, and you guys tell me if this sounds like a movie that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a very specific movie, very oh specific oh scene. Oh there was a Bulgarian teacher, Lydia, and her husband Georgi. <laughs> Georgi Marka. They poured chemical waste nope. into a drain cover. The chemicals reacted with the gases in the sewers and caused an explosion. The drain cover blew off and decapitated Lydia. Jesus Christ. And the blast injured her husband and another person that was with him. So if you think about pouring chemical waste down a storm drain, does it not make you think shitter was full? Cousin Eddie. Oh, Cousin Eddie. Thank you. Uh Yes, it's the real life... Wow. Cousin Eddie. Nice. Yeah. That's really good. Shitter was full. And, and you know what? His uh, his bathrobe. It wasn't yeah. just uh-huh. any bathrobe. Right. And if you remember, I'm tell me, boy, I might be wrong, but did he not have a hat on at Coon, the time? What, not did a coonskin hat, but it was one of the it ear was flap a aviator hats. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He did, didn't he? Yeah, yep. he did. Just just, just casually, shitter's full. Yep. Shitter was full. In this exclusive neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Travis, you got a funny death story. I do. Um, I've, I've been in the deep southeast for a long time, time but I'm going to move my way into uh, Croatia <laughs> 15 oh. years ago or so. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name, but uh, 23 year old um, was wanted by police for murder and for a spectacular robbery of a central post office in Croatia. Hmm. But even bad guys have friends. Aided by his friend who lent him 15,000 something. Yeah, you get it, right? I don't know how much that is. He fled to Serbia to evade the law. Some loans can never be repaid. Okay. The loan wasn't repaid, so this person decided to murder his former partner. Huh, okay. I'm, I'm just... Sure. Summing it up, so no honor among thieves. Sure. Yep. So he's gonna kill this uh, this guy that they they used to be buddies or or criminal partners. Mm-hmm. He crawled under the jeep of this guy to oh. plant a powerful explosive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Mm. So, what is really the only thing that can go wrong? <laughs> well, maybe a couple things, but what's the thing that's gonna just like nix it from the beginning? That's right. If the muffler is still hot. Oh. Oh. So, as this knothead is planning this explosive device, didn't have the 10 or 15 minutes to let it cool down. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It went off, and he died in a hospital in Belgrade. If your bomb is so homemade that just touching something hot makes it blow up, 
Maybe yeah. go back to the workshop a little maybe bit. You and, 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 maybe and, you shouldn't make your job. You know, and people. if you're yeah. and if you're doing your homework, listen. I mean, think like a criminal for half a second. I I've somehow some way come up with this bomb. So I've either built it myself with rudimentary whatever, or I know someone or whatever. Really, the only thing is like. I don't know. Strap it so it doesn't fall, yeah. and and don't let it get hot. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you like dedicated you, you have dedicated your life to criminal activity, and oh by the way, murder. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you just can't even do that right. That is the definition of criminal loser. Yeah. I I, th- I think he should be more embarrassed for being that stupid than he should be for being a murderer. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, the person obviously didn't die. Yeah. So it, it was a... Uh-huh. Okay. I'm bringing mine back to the southeast part of the country. As Good. we should. Uh, to by tra- the way, most of these seem to come from Western Europe or the southern United States. There yeah. is a, There's not a coincidence yeah. there. Not a lot of Nebraska's. Nope. Nope. Trenton, South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. And this happened within the last... Oh, we haven't heard of, which means it's 1,500 people. Yep. Uh, this happened in the last couple weeks. Local sheriff's oh. deputies and paramedics were initially called to a house in Trenton, South Carolina after receiving a, a report of an unresponsive man laying in the yard. Hmm. When, they un- uh, when they arrived on scene, they found the collapsed body of Joseph McKinnon, 60 years old. He was found uh, ultimately to have died from a heart attack. Hmm. So you say, that's, how is this a, a funny death it's story? not very funny, Justin. No, it's not very funny. What makes it funny is they also located the body of Patricia Ruth Dent, oh. her, his, or her, his wife, 65 years old, wrapped in trash bags, lying, fresh, <laughs> lying in a freshly dug pit. No. Miss Joseph was <laughs> in a domestic incident with his wife, Patricia, and murdered her. He strangled her. He put her in trash bags and was going to bury her in a shallow grave in the backyard. However, he had a heart attack while digging a <laughs> hole and died right next to her. I don't think anyone can deny that the ghost of his wife reached out from the grave and stabbed him through the heart. Absolutely. And if you're wondering, I gave him way too much credit. The 2010 census has 196 people in Trenton. (laughs) And their nearest population center is probably Augusta, South Carolina. Oh, Maybe Aiken. That is... God, that's funny. Uh, according to a Thank statement you. by the sheriff's office, <laughs> Mr. McKinnon uh, strangled her, killed her, and then bound her and wrapped her in a trash bags before putting her in a previously dug pit. The pit was then partially filled by Mr. McKinnon. While covering the pit, Mr. McKinnon had the cardiac event causing his death. But what does that what does that say about doing a little prep work, right? Uh huh. I mean, this is a person close to you. You've had time. For years and years, it's been grinding on you. Well, he did Maybe. the prep work. He just uh-huh. couldn't finish the job. No, no, that's what I, not what I meant by oh, prep work. My right. prep work I meant by cardio. Yeah. Oh, yes, uh, you, yes. My <laughs> guess is if you were to look at his medical records or lack of medical records, because maybe you didn't see a physician uh-huh. for 30 years, I bet you would find something that says, you know, it, it's like how many people die in Las Vegas? They have these cardiac events because they get excited. They're not eating. They're staying up. Uh-huh. It's like how much different is this? If this poor bastard had just taken a little more time, he did. He, 
or rent a skid steer or use uh, i was going to say or use the necessary equipment because there was a local case in which that man had placed a couple of uh, bodies in a shallow grave and he was smart enough to use a skid skier to cover them up you can he is not in perfect health but he used the skid skier and he didn't die next to even, the people even that he a murdered smaller end skid steer can probably get you down four feet minimum yeah. if yep. you have any ability and I, I, I get the heart rate might be up because you just murdered someone sure. and you're burying a loved one. Well, but he probably died of, of, of the, the the stress of the exertion, right? Yep. Right. There's no excuse for that. He he should have gotten away with this. How happy is the DA's office? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well, exactly. Done. The, the yep. DA's office in Trenton, which is undoubtedly not the county seat, it's probably yeah. Aiken, <laughs> has someone who's like, oh, God. Oh, you know, thank I, I guarantee. Himself, I yeah. guarantee the DA in Aiken County or where whatever county it is. Let's say they're, Aiken. They're looking at it, saying, "Ah, oh, fuck, Trenton again." Yeah. Right. With your 196 people, 80 yep. of them have open cases. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We have to do our Gruber and then write the beer, and we're done. Yeah. I, I need to lead with something. Sure. And I, and I promised this person um, that I would bring it up. Um, I was at a meeting um, this morning, and I'll leave the details very vague, but let me just say this is a very intelligent person um, who understands sports, and I was sharing podcast details with him. And he, I said, well, we do this Gruber thing where we talk about, you know, David Gruber, the whatever, and he's giving this blank look, and I'm like, you know who David Gruber is? Again, oh bright guy, whatever, understands sports. Oh. I said, you've never heard of David Gruber. So I made the promise, hey, listen, I am going to mention you not by name that you don't know. And, and maybe we assume that everybody, I don't know. Um, Has ever watched a broadcast of the well, game? I, I, I don't know. Or it didn't mean anything to him or he was taking mm -hmm. a piss or getting a beer. Or maybe it just didn't offend him as much as it does us and everybody else. I mean, people have different tolerances. So, um, so yeah. Um, there is at least one person in the state that prior to today didn't know about David hmm. Gruber. So I think this is maybe our time to really, really emphasize for all of the other folks that we're not doing this. We're, I think we're doing this more as a public service oh, as just yeah. trying to be funny. Because David Gruber is a is is not good. He's a shyster. He's a shyster, and he makes sporting worse for me. Because no matter how good a Brewer game could be going, I mean, let's be honest. You don't every commercial. You're not grabbing something to eat or to go pee. There are times you're sitting in your chair and you have to either mute it or change it. And you know you can. That's David David Gruber is is a national tragedy. Well, and it, just, but it's regional. What you just said was perfect. He makes sports less enjoyable. There's not uh, much that can make watching a, a Brewer game less enjoyable. He literally makes it less enjoyable. You know what? I would like it better if David Gruber, you know, had kind of some rough self recognition and he became the joke or the whatever, you know, because you know he can't throw a ball. You know he can't do right. anything. If David Gruber would kind of have that self effacing, you know, clearly I'm not that guy. Oh fuck. Okay. Right. But David is. Uh, I don't like David Gruber. I don't think there's anything David Gruber could do that, that would make me no. like him. And it'd be different if he was an accountant, I guess. But he's a fucking... He's an injury lawyer. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, what would we rather 
do or have happened to us than listen to him say his tagline, which we're never, ever going to say on this podcast. Again, Travis, what do you got? I would rather crowd surf in a live Oprah studio audience. Oh, oh. oh gross. Oh, oh the hands yeah. that are touching you. Oh. Picture it. No, I, I don't want to. I don't no, want to. Picture I don't it wanna. being handed from one fat forearm to the other <sighs> and just these stubby, chubby fingers. And Ew. Ew. the occasional one that wants to touch your wiener, <laughs> you know. Justin, there are please none move, of those. Move us on from that. Is image, Haley going to want to join us for this part? Yeah, she might. Should I pause? Why don't we take a brief pause? All right, we'll pause. We'll be. Hey, right Haley. Back. Okay, so for my Gruber, I would rather call Miller Park or American Family Field. I would rather call it the Metronome than listen to one call. It's all coach. That means a lot. Yeah. Well done. It's good. And hold on. Josh oh, was first. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go, and then we'll let Haley go. Based on what you were talking about earlier with refereeing and umpiring and all oh, that, yeah. I would rather umpire the state champion high school game in Texas for oh. baseball. Or, I'm sorry, for football. For football. Or the state championship high school baseball game in Southern California. Oh. Then listen to that man say his line. For for thirteen dollars and a soda from the exactly. from the show. Oh, yeah. Yes. Can I just add one thing? Sure. State high school Minnesota hockey. Oh yeah. Oh. Nothing short. Of, no, nothing short. That of might be worth psychotic oh, religion. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Haley, do you Haley. have one of those? I would rather spend an entire week in an intensive HR in service listening to policy and updates with the ladies from HR then I would listen to yeah. one call that's all. And probably emceed by Toby, Fl- Toby Flinderson. Correct. Oh, my God. Yes. And I think you mean that, don't you? No, I mean, I, I have a deep, I believe in that. Yeah. 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 Good. Nice yeah. work. Thank you. You're Excellent. All right, everyone, we are at the end, so all we have to do is rate this beer. That so, hurts. Travis, this is your beer. Oh. Yeah. You brought this. You want to start it off? Yeah. And that might I mean, I, I obviously didn't need to drink it. I, I, I can tell you going into this what I was going to rate it. And it's a um, uh, it's a double. You know, sound like a little bit of a broken record. But for the um, for the 5% and what it offers, and the can means something, too. They've really done something with a can. Um, you know, uh, a leadoff double. Nothing over and above that, uh, but it's my favorite Pilsner I've ever drank, and part of that's because it's an Eau Claire, and mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. if it was some, somewhere else it'd be different, but I, I feel an attachment to it. Oops. I've created a formula in my spreadsheet all of a sudden. Oh. Okay, continue. Do you want to oh, go? Oh, yeah, or? I'll go. Um, I, I am at the uh, same double. It, it doubles somewhere in the middle of the game, Scores tied or something. Yeah, it's a it's a solid it's a solid double. It's a gapper. It's it's good. It's really good. Okay. I like it. Uh, so for me, it's a broken bat single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 didn't hit it for me. I don't okay. know, and I don't. It's still a hit though, right? It's still a like hit. It still increases the batting yep. average. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not something you walk away feeling great about. It doesn't, but it. Did you take a really good look at the can though, Josh? <laughs> How good of a look? 
Yeah. Broken bat single. <laughs> Josh, does it matter that all of the cans of Lazy Monk look like this? Except they changed a little patch here where it says the Bohemian Pilsner. Yeah. No, I, but, but that's just in with this. I think the can art has maybe crossed that line. And there's a line to everything. It is just some bizarre shit out there that oh, has fuck. crossed all boundaries between huh? art and clever versus... Let's just put 18 fucking colors together yes. and have these three-headed monsters. It's like, I think they're kind of bringing it back a little bit. <coughs> so I completely agree with that. It doesn't change the taste of the beer. No, I get it. No, no. no. And I, I do agree with that. I love the way. I wish Brewing Project did their cans yeah. like this because this well, is really... And they, they might well. be the biggest defenders. It's not that they don't don't put out good stuff, but you go, you go to a cooler in craft beer, whether it be Festival or Woodman's, it's like this big fucking mural. Yeah. Just well, because they're trying to get the attention. You're, right. They're trying to get your and attention. They have to. I get that. Yeah. And, and we've said we we buy based on can art. I do. I <laughs> well, do. Yeah. And if sure. you look I at do. this lazy monk can at the top, I mean, it says it all underneath the right underneath the rim. There it says, "Be authentic, drink authentic." Yeah. Like, well, and and they're, they're trying to do everything, everything they can to like be authentic. Old letters, German, and and you yeah. know. Right, and oh, by the way, their competition is three-tenths of a mile away. Yeah, right. So maybe it's a little something. Yeah. That, yeah. All right. You guys have anything else? Haley, thank you for joining us. It was very much a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm the best time. It, it, it meant a lot, Haley. And, and some of your stories, I mean, I, I learned um, some things about you that was just so cool about actually selling stuff to go to these games and all, all of us do have crop. a passion that's right. what we're doing no, I kept the crop yeah, yeah right crop. I know that's what yeah, I remember I know. <laughs> and he's gonna he might be thinking about the crop later <laughs> <laughs> you might and you might be his eye candy for that oh <laughs> holy shit well done alright okay. we're gonna end on thank that you, thank thanks you, everyone see you next time alright